internet icon the pride of the pilgrims handsome jackie jones sorry i had some uh technical difficulties with the laptop but um i've got it all sorted out at the moment um it'll probably be a short show because i'm an hour late had a lot of stuff messing up uh intro's got some uh personal issues going on so he will not be here this evening um so if you guys want to zoom in and talk about the wrestling you can do so i had reviewed dynamite last week i reviewed dynamite and the pay-per-view i did it live after dynamite so i'm not going to come back here and repeat myself just go back and listen to that episode or watch it with your eyes um but unfortunately we lost uh, one of the biggest stars of modern wrestling. Uh, one of my personal favorites, uh, many would say one of the biggest stars of, uh, the last two decades, uh, to never be a uh, world champion, really three going back three decades now. Well, um, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, um, he, uh, fell and broke his hip. Uh, which is very unfortunate. And, you know, all of us think of uh, our wrestling heroes, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, physically we look them like superheroes, you know, uh, you wouldn't think, you know, falling down would uh, lead to injuries, but he broke his hip. And then um, not long after that, it was uh, out there. He's on life support. I've had three uh, heart attacks. And what happened was a uh, blood, blood clot uh, from his leg, from the surgery for to fix his hip, uh, went up into his heart. And 
on life support. I was really sad reading the uh, Scott Hall um, Instagram talking about um, once the once Hall's family were together, uh, they were going to take him off life support. And this was a guy that he had been. He's you know he spent more time with him than anybody. Um, and you know, and he truly loved the guy. Everyone knows he was not perfect, had a lot of personal demons. Um, but his friends all loved him. His family obviously loved him. But um, one of my favorites, one of the best to me, all around performers in wrestling. Great, one of the best promos. Uh, charisma is way up top notch. Amazing charisma look. Even early in his career, before he really, um, it's weird because usually people say uh, you can't teach the it factor. You either have it or you don't. But um, oddly enough, early in his career, he always looked, you know, this real big guy. Um, oddly, it's, um, I don't think you realized how big he was because a lot of times he was around Kevin, Kevin Nash, who's, you know, almost seven feet tall. But huge guy could move really well uh, for his size. But early in his career in AW, AWA, and then you know Diamond Stud, you started to see it. But early in his career is, uh, is um, Big Scott Hall in AWA and his early run in and was it NWA WCW? Maybe it was NWA at the time when he was like the when he was hunting gate was wrestling Gators and he's Magnum uh, Scott Hall for a while. Uh, he didn't have that. He didn't have the personality. He didn't have, uh, he, you know, he didn't really have the charisma, which is weird because usually, like I said, you know, that's something you either have, you don't have. And then um, the Diamond Study started to show a little bit of that. And then really, you know, the Razor Ramon, um, bam, just really took off. And then I think even uh, above that, uh, Scott Hall, you know, because then it was a weird combination of the Razor Ramon character. We, he kept the accent the rest of his career but also being more himself. So it was a kind of a strange combination of things. Um, so, uh, great. I think uh, probably the best in-ring performer of the, uh, well, not just probably, unless you, you know, well, maybe not X-Pac, I guess, but uh, the best in-ring performer of like the core NWO guys, uh, to me better, you know, better than Nash. It doesn't matter though, uh, but you know, Holland, Better than Nash and Hogan as far as in-ring performer. Um, it's, you know, if he's around today in his prime, multiple-time world champion, I would think, uh, no doubt. But just still a huge star in wrestling, even without uh, being world champion. Uh, one of the most memorable things for me is being a wrestling fan, and almost everyone, you know, watching this would agree, uh, when he came out of the, the crowd on, on Nitro and the beginning of the New World Order. I mean, this was, I remember watching it. I didn't know what the hell was going on. You know, I was, uh, I, I was reading the, the dirt sheets. I was reading Meltzer and um, all, all, all the uh, newsletters at the time. And so, uh, and even before that, I was never a fan who, um, who believed, you know, wrestling was, was legit, but still what I'm watching is like, what, what is this? What's going on? You know, the guy just walks on to nitro 
basically in the same character. He's talking about a war. He's 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 referencing stuff that they're doing. It uh, really changed wrestling. It was uh, one of the best runs that I've ever seen in wrestling. It really was must watch TV. And during that, uh, those few years, I would uh, watch Nitro and I would record Raw and look forward to every Monday night to see what's happening. And a big part of that, uh, there was a lot of things going on in in NWO, but the main thing was, um, I mean, yeah, uh, a lot of things going on in Nitro, but the main thing for me was uh, the NWO. That was just amazing. A lot of new stuff, though. The Super Junior guys, before we saw a lot of that, Luchadors, just everything going on. But the for storytelling, the NWO stuff was just top-notch, and a big part of that was uh, Scott Hall. And, and before that, Ray's Ramon ladder match with Shawn Michaels, fantastic. I was there at uh, Royal Rumble 94. You know, I'm just going to repeat stuff everyone loves because he he was he was awesome. And uh, he was on the show twice. Um, this is no secret. Talked about it. And he's very open about his um, his demons. And I'll always remember this. Very nice guy. I know um, Gogo bring up. He said some stuff to me uh, on the show where it was like it was a joke. It was kind of nasty that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. I've said a lot of, I've said, a, I'm not a perfect guy either. I said a lot of bad things about people over the years on the show, my coast, including included. So that kind of stuff doesn't bother me, but, um, okay. So I, I remember setting up, the, we set up the interview, um, Eric Weigren and Bryce on the, uh, and the, they're still part of the group. Uh, help, we're big help setting that up in the, in the X-Pac interview. And, um, so the first time he was going to be on, he was, um, he was messed up. He was in no condition to perform. And, uh, his friend, uh, Sid psycho Sid, Sid vicious, uh, filled in for him. And then after he's very apologetic, he's very, uh, sincere too, that he was uh, sorry for this. And the next time he came on, I'll always remember this. Cause, um, I found it very sad because this is a guy who, had all the abilities, uh, people loved them, but he still, you know, he still, uh, couldn't beat, you know, the demons at the time. And, uh, he had me call him every hour that whole day, every hour to, to make sure he, uh, he stayed clean for that. So he could do the interview. Uh, I found that sad that he, he, he himself couldn't, you know, not drink or do whatever else he was doing. Uh, that he had to have, you know, I don't know the guy very well. I just talked to him on the phone a few times. He was nice to me and stuff. Not like I'm a personal friend of his, but he'd have me call and, and that he trusted me with this. And, you know, he, like I again, I wouldn't talk about this on the show normally, but he's very open about this um, and had me call, call him every hour to make sure he stayed clean for the show. Not only was that sad to me, but, you know, it was also it showed that he, he was serious about uh, coming on the show. Um, it's not like we're paying him or anything, but, you know, he agreed to do it. And uh, that meant a lot to me that, you know, he would uh, not only come on, but, you know, make sure he came on and fulfilled his uh, what he agreed to do. And then he came on a second time and that one, he was uh, much better. Uh, but, yeah, one of my favorites, really sad to see, um, you know, we've lost a lot of wrestlers over the years, but it's always sad. And one of, one of my favorites and 
a huge part of uh to what a lot of the people who watch this is the was the last boom period of wrestling um the monday night wars i think we have a, a new crop of fans who to them you know current wrestling is is huge and that's great i like it too i'm a big fan of aw but um I would think, you know, most people my age and maybe, you know, a little bit younger, the, uh, the, the attitude era, the Monday night wars, that's the last boom period. And so when you lose somebody like that, that's, uh, a big part of that. So rest in peace, uh, Scott Hall. Uh, I'm a huge fan as a wrestler, as a, as a, as a guy, I really liked him. Um, just really uh, a perfect besides the demons. Um, I can't think of something that you could do better as, as a performer, the charisma promos, the character, the in-ring, uh, the look just really all, all nailed it. He could be funny, but he, he'd also not like, like silly stuff. He could, he would be serious when needed. And even the funny stuff was within uh, the wrestling, like you know he's making fun of the other wrestlers, but it was as as like what that what that character would be doing. But anyway, I could talk about him all night, and again, I'm sure a lot of people would have the same sentiments. Huge, huge fan. So rest in peace, Scott Hall. I'm gonna take calls uh, right here to open the show. So um, you guys zoom in and gals. Sorry for the late delay. I'm going to get, I'll get the link up here and we'll zoom in. We'll talk some wrestling. We'll get the raw report. We'll ask some questions and it probably won't be here all night, but we'll be back. Don't worry. All right. Zoom in buddies. Nothing personal, but chanting for the raw report. We're going to get to that. It's very nice. But, uh, at the same time, while we're talking about a man dying, it's got a little, uh, not the coolest thing, but we have Stephen Butler on the line. Good evening. How's it going, Stephen? Oh, doing okay. Kind of sad, yeah. Um, about Scott Hall. But um, I actually did some research um, in preparation for the show. Um, I was watching like, uh, the, the biography on the network of Scott Hall. And then he and Kevin Nash did um JBL's show uh, as well. And I was just doing my remembering my own, like, so Scott Hall was like um 27 when he was in the AWA and he and Kurt Hanning won the belts, mm-hmm. tag team titles. And great team. Yeah, actually that at that time, um really didn't know who this who this guy was like but i was more familiar with kurt henning because he was larry the axe henning's son and um of course and i'm not sure if it was Vern's idea or uh, someone else but they called him scott magnum hall because he yeah. kind of looked like tom Selleck. <laughs> and and you already had magnum ta who was basically doing the same thing yes yeah, so if you looked at magnum except magnum had the blonde in yeah uh, yeah but Scott's hair was darker and he had the mustache and kind of looked like well, a passing resemblance to Tom Selleck. So um, that was my, that was actually the first the big, um, big mustache. Yeah. 
that was my first um, exposure to Scott Hall. Um, actually, I thought he was a pretty good tag. Again, I'm sure I mentioned. Yeah, it's really time. weird because he was a big dude and a good wrestler for his size, but he was really lacking the the charisma and personality. To think like later on he'd have that like to the nth degree is is really surprising because usually you know some people will grow grow into that, but they still you it's still clear that they have that in them, but. He was like a pretty bland guy back then. Well, it's because he was like, one, he was a baby face. Two, he hadn't been in wrestling for very long. And um, yeah, he was yeah, kind of bland. Kurt Henning did most of the talking. If you look at those AWA shows, um, Henning was the talker. And, um, and really when he left, when he left AWA and he went to well, what was then Jim Proger Promotions, he was a jobber first, the first time he went there. Yeah, well, they had the little vignettes about him, like, uh, wasn't he like a gator fighter, gator wrestler or something? <laughs> he was like, he was like Gator Scott Hall or something. Well, yeah, he was looking for, I guess, I guess like looking for a gimmick, but. Like, I don't know whether it was his ideas again. I'm not sure because like he was a, he was a jobber. And then he kind of like, um, I think was that then he went to Japan or he was, he was trying to find work and he calls up Di- diamond Dallas page. And he has this idea for the diamond stud. He and page come up with this idea of the diamond stud. And that's, that's the second time I saw him was this diamond stud. I, I mean, I, I totally uh, really remember that whole run and stuff, but I can't remember at the time when I was watching, if I even put together, he would, that was Scott Hall initially, like I knew later on, but cause it was, yeah. he looks, he was so different than. Uh, because, because than page. The, yeah. Page told him to change, change his appearance. He had the, he still, he remember he had the mustache and the hair and he looked like a, Similar, he had, all, he had all you know, he had really slicked back as a diamond stud, still had the hairy chest, yes. But Paige told him to change. This is what was on the documentary. Page he says, Paige told him to change the look, and he, and also he said that, um, I always was a fan he, of Paige, by the way, before like he really took off, even back in the AWA. I, thought, I never thought he'd become a wrestler or anything back then because I always thought he was like, uh, like crippled or something because he always had the cane. I think that was just a gimmick. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was the only time I saw him, so I just assumed it was real. Because why would this this really tall dude? I just assumed he got hurt sometime, and that's why he's a manager. But, hmm. Plus, I was a kid. So, and yeah, like the diamond stud. I mean, I thought that was a kind of a. I liked it. Uh, yeah, I liked it at the know. time. I was really. I thought he was he he was a huge dude. Uh, he looked impressive. I liked the I liked the gimmick. I liked the I liked Diamond Dallas Page. It was working for me. Mm-hmm. And then when they brought him in as Razor, I mean that was just so that was like that was motivated. That was motivated mostly by money because like he want and also because he wanted he wanted to go. Yes, up I mean, the card. he was also positioned better. I would think. yeah. He wanted to go up the card, and he wasn't going to go anywhere as the Diamond Stud, and so. Again, he, um, I think he used a connection. Was it like Kurt Henning, or I'm not sure to get to the to get to WWF or, but yeah, I'm, and uh, there's one of the questions later on uh, about WrestleMania 18, 
but WrestleMania 18, when he and when he took on took on uh, um, Steve Austin, yeah, um, we went to the we went to the we were um, where they were the 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 entrance way, and those guys got quite a reaction, like Scott Hall and Kevin Nash coming out together for that match, and um, I guess he was supposed to win that match against Austin, but um uh that they changed they changed that and austin won it yeah as big as um the hogan uh rock match you know off the charts um not that the austin hall match was bad but it, it uh i don't know it just uh i don't know wasn't as big as what you think it would be after the nwo returns and Mm-hmm. I do remember him taking a pretty fun stunner, though. Yeah, he is almost like he oversold it. He bounced. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are get. I I kind of enjoy that. I know Rock used to really do the crazy sells to the stunner. I'm speaking of Kurt Henning. He was a guy who really oversold all the moves. But oh yeah, it's funny because. Some guys, I think, who are disliked by 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 a lot of the internet, like uh, Shawn Michaels, not by everybody, but it's, you know, a lot of people dislike him. He'll get a lot of shit for overselling in the Hogan match, but then a guy like uh, Kurt Henning will get praised for kind of doing the same thing uh, in, in a lot of matches. <laughs> I guess it all depends on how people look at the person. Yeah, one of one of my one of the best. You know, I don't think it gets talked about in my mind when I say big man. I always think of like a, a heavy guy, like a Vader or something. But if you just mean like a, a big man as in like a tall guy, uh, one of the best uh, uh, big workers. Mm-hmm. And I was, I do think he's deceptively. He was deceptively big because when I, I met him, he's huge. Uh, but he was around like such big guys, you didn't notice as much. I think if he's around today, like in his prime, he'd tower over most of the most of the uh, the wrestlers. So apparently, his son is even taller than him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cody Cody Hall. Yeah, I've I've seen him. He I'm, does he still wrestle? I remember a few years ago he was wrestling in New Japan, and he definitely had uh, potential. But he was just kind of straight up like copying Scott Hall, which I don't necessarily think is a great idea. He was even wearing his old tights and stuff and doing all the mannerisms. But he's a huge kid and definitely a potential. But I don't know if he still is he because I don't really hear the name anymore. No, neither do I. No. But that was that's that's too bad. That would he would have probably benefited of being in like uh developmental somewhere. Mm-hmm. Getting someone to you know to teach him. I don't know if he's, you know, maybe it's something he decided not to. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. But, yeah, big. Uh, it's very sad. Do you have any uh, memories that stand out, Lexar, Scott Hall? Yes, I do. Uh, I was at a GCW show many years ago. This was when GCW was just death matches and everything. And Scott Hall actually made an appearance on the show. And uh, he came out... Uh, and he like uh, somewhat called out Joey Janela. 
You remember him, the bad bad boy? So yeah, he came of course. out. He's only been on. He's just on a couple, like half a year ago. <laughs> yeah. So they cut a promo uh, saying that he may be the bad guy, but I'm the bad bad boy. So this was they're going back and forth, and then I like other, you know, I know some people hate the guy, but I like him. Yeah. Some other wrestler come out and challenges George Janela. So Scott Hall was sitting ringside. He actually, I was sitting like second row. And he's like sitting like two thirds of the corner by me. So it was cool to see him up close, Scott Hall. So yes. in the match, uh, George and I throws the, his opponent outside and he bumps into Scott Hall. And he didn't do nothing while, while the wrestler did. But Hall, he got like pissed. He like took a bundle of light tubes and smashed the light tube into George and I's opponent. And yeah, I, I didn't even know Scott Hall was ever there. It's because it's been uh, promoted, but you don't pay attention to indie wrestling. So that's, that's not true. I bought their pay-per-view. Well, this was years, years, years ago, 2017. So that's when, like, like I said, was I, 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 I admitted that I enjoyed their, their pay-per-view. So, but, but this was 2017. So this one, GCW was like, Getting the foot in the ground and trying to get get more people attention, but anyway, Scott Hall smashed a light tube uh, over this uh, poor poor wrestler, and then George Janela gets the win, and Scott Hall and Janela celebrated in the ring after the match. And I hear that like uh, I, I didn't notice this, but uh, Scott Hall actually uh, had an autograph signing, but he had to like pay fifty dollars. Oh really? To, like yeah. So not only you have to pay like tickets, but you have to pay for if you want to get an autograph and a picture with Hall, it's fifty dollars. And I, uh, I didn't know about it. I got there late, so uh, I got there during the uh, when uh, about maybe about fifteen minutes before the first match started. So I don't know about that. You should buy yeah. it. You should I tried buy it. To. Yeah, but the whole thing is with these, I don't know with this Russell Cons and these uh, Comic Cons, I don't know if you get a, buy a ticket and you get in and you have no, to pay. You have to buy them all separately. Yeah. When we first went to, um, there have been um, the NWA Fan Fest. They used to do it where I did think was a better way to do it was for your your base pay whatever it was for for the vip pass you got like the main guests that were actually uh presented for the from the show they all would sign one item and then the photos were were extra and then other like vendor guests were you know up to them what they charge but now um i haven't been to a wrestling convention a long time but uh uh the horror ones are the same way they're you pay to get in, but then you have to pay everyone separately to get, you know, uh, pictures. And, and it's quite a, quite expensive. I think the, it used to be like when I started going to horror conventions, a lot of them were like 10 bucks and stuff, but then like the norm was 20. And now like most of them, it's like at least 50 bucks or 35 bucks each. And, you know, some are like hundred or some are even more. So it costs a lot of money to, to go and get all these things. Inflation on, on conventions. Was that? 
Inflation of conventions. Well, the thing is, if people are willing to pay it, uh, everyone else can go up there. Um, Sid Haig, this is a horror thing, but Sid Haig, who died a few years ago, he uh, he always, he would never charge more than $10 for his autograph, which I always thought was very cool. And he did very well. He was at, at like almost every convention I ever went to and always had a big line. And a lot of it was he's charging less, but then he gets more people. So he probably still made really good money. Um, let's see. Goosey, do you have memory of uh, Scott Hall? Not an ignorant. Mine was more personal. So a couple of years ago, I'm at a casino with my buddy, a rinky dink casino up in northern Minnesota, and I'm just sitting there on the slots, and guy comes up to me and fucking, hey, is this seat taken, bro? I look over, it's fucking Scott Hall. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! Wait, what? what? <laughs> and he didn't big time me. He didn't. He shot the shit with me for 15 minutes. And I think we talked about like Georgia, uh, Georgia Bulldogs footballers, some shit. You know, it was really cool that he took the time out to talk to some random, you know, Joe Schmo from Minnesota when he could have just been that asshole like, hey, I'm Scott Hall, I'm <laughs> right? Professional wrestler. So that was. The child wrestling and fan in me really liked that that day, but um, that's I right. really, I thought, yeah. I'm not to interrupt you, but Lou Cox, you know, a uh, friend of the show, he posted a really nice um, story that like um, one of the it was like the first time he met him. They were both booked on a show, and, and Lou Cox, you know, was only around for a little while at this point and had no money or anything. And he said him and Scott Hall clicked right away, and Scott Hall took him out for dinner and like he said it was you know an expensive place he couldn't afford and he's like oh don't worry about it and he paid for everything the whole weekend and then he told them at the end like you'll be a top guy someday and you know you you know take care of the guys that are coming up like i did for you and i thought that was a really cool thing well it really sucks because i mean we all we all know it's documented his demons that he fell into and diamond ellis page we all know ddp uh, essentially saved him and well, as well as Jake the Snake. And it just sucks that he had to die so young. Yeah, you know, it was only 63. All these other evil bastards out there that are, you know, unfortunately get to draw breath instead of the... I remember, you know, when Chris Candido died, he was he had been clean for a few years and died similar, th- you know, blood clot when he was fine from broken leg. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a lot younger, but yeah, really, really sad. Yeah. It's one of those deaths that, you know, it's, you know, like Mad Dog Vachon could die and you're not really, you know, affected. Like, not that I'm saying that it's a good thing that Mad Dog Vachon is dead, but you're not affected. It, it, It hits me as much as Macho Man dying hit me. You know, it's one of those, like, my, another little piece of my childhood is gone, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, I would think most of the people watching this, you know, that's a big uh, one of the main stars, you know, uh, yeah. like I said, from the from the boom period that we all the, the last real boom period of wrestling. What do you think of WCW besides Goldberg and Hogan? Do you think of Nash oh, yeah. Hall and fucking Sting? Like Crow. Yeah, the Crow Sting. Yeah, yeah that story about from that Hall, era Hall got that fucking Hall. Hall told Sting to be like the Crow and. Mm hmm. 
Look at Sting now. He's 64 and jumping off of buildings. Yeah, if he if he didn't get the if he didn't uh that really for those years he he really didn't do much besides just for that whole year just stand up in the in the thing. But he he really rode that gimmick for 20 something years. Right. And I, it protected his, you know, if, if he was still wrestling like he used to, like versus Vader and stuff. I don't know if he'd be able to do these dives off the balcony and stuff today. That also saved his body, you know, because he wasn't, he didn't have to do like a lot of crazy bumps. Because I don't, you know, I don't think even people really know, like, if you only started watching in the late 90s, you'd probably have a different opinion of what Sting was. But, you know, like in the late 80s and early 90s, I mean, he was, he had a lot of physical matches and took a lot of bumps. Much different wrestler. Patrick Howe, he was the bad guy. He was indeed the outsiders. I think Cody Hall is kind of blacklisted from wrestling now. Oh, that's unfortunate. He he made some pretty off-color jokes about the pandemic and Chinese people. That kind oh, of, I, they, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I especially... I, I um. It's unfortunate to even say, but I do, you do think people, especially someone, it's one thing like an older person says this, they're from a different era. I'm not excusing it or whatever, but you know, they come from a different time, but you would think someone, um, a modern person, a younger person would at least know like, oh, I probably shouldn't put this out on social media. It's probably not going to do well for me. All right. Raw report, Mr. Butler. Uh, before we get to the raw report, um, we could talk about the other news and the other news in wrestling. Um, and I watched this. I watched this as it happened. Um, Big E, Big E had a big scare on Friday Night SmackDown. Um, Ridge <laughs> Holland. Well, now I, I, I guess it's. Yeah, I saw. Time. I saw the clip when I heard about it. I'm a big New Day fan. Even if I wasn't, it's I wouldn't want to see anyone get hurt, obviously. But big New Day fan, and when I heard that he took a bad bump, I, I would I thought maybe it was from his spear, um, like he does through the through the ring and out, you know. But you know, it wasn't. It was from the the German suplex. And from understand that guy has uh, he he almost heard. Um, Johnny Gargano with the same move. So I don't know, but maybe that guy shouldn't do that over the head, uh, germ, uh, over the head, belly to belly. Yeah. It's just I, their booking is, from what I've seen lately, their booking is just the king of just unnecessary spots. It seems like that's, that spot was just so unnecessary. And the way Biggie landed, he was like an inch from like, internally decapitating himself yeah that it looked really bad and i think if he wasn't such a thick guy he yeah. he, he might have might have died i don't know <laughs> paralyzed i i couldn't believe he they say it was a c1 which apparently is is what usually leads to paralysis and and sometimes death and yeah. he was talking moving his fingers so. Yeah, he says he's not going to get surgery or doesn't need it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But but Ed, like, so he he. But even when he comes back, like, 
what what's what's that going to do to his career? Will he even have one when he comes back? And or yeah. will the doctors even recommend? You know, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, if he's not more. getting surgery, maybe you know they probably well don't fall on your head and your mm-hmm. neck. I I don't know. Or he would have to change his whole wrestling style. And... Yeah, I assume that spear through the ropes won't be a thing anymore. It's, it's been rumored that his career is over. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It's unfortunate. I'm a big, big E fan and a New Day fan. You get the Tyson kid complex off his neck. Like, yeah, like I said, even if I wasn't, you know, I don't want to see anyone get hurt or, or have their career short. Hello, Geraldine. Hey. The lovely, the vivacious Geraldine. I'm here. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm all decked out for uh, for St. Patrick's Day here. Which, by the way, is my mom's birthday. Oh, really? Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Feliz birthday. I was wearing this, but instead of the flannel, because it's a little cold down here, I had a jean jacket. And I, we were waiting for coffees, and there was, uh, I believe he was Mexican, but he's speaking Spanish, and I don't think he spoke English. I don't, I speak a little Spanish, but not very much. And he was, he kept talking to me and, and saying, um, and saying something about my sombrero. So I knew that meant hat, and, but I didn't know exactly who meant. Then he's go, he went rock and roll, and he started going air guitar. And I was like, yep. And then he got a big smile. I said, yeah. And he, he, I don't know. I think he thought I was a, a, a rock star. He probably thought you were a rock star. Yeah. Which who can blame him? I mean, look, look at this guy. Like from the 80s or something. But yeah. What? Oh, man. One of the pet shop boys here. You're like Ted Newbin. <laughs> I thought, man, look at that sexy man. He's got to be a rock star. I tried joining in last week, but my internet was shit. That's all right. I had a lot of issues uh, going live here. Uh, uh, the laptop, I don't know. It said the disc was 100%, and then I restarted. Anyway, long story short, I got it working. Right now, it was asking me for a freaking verification code because I got this new computer, and it said that I never use it, Zoom on it. So it was asking me for a verification. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, I'm glad you could join us. We're happy to have you here. It's good to see you. From now on, I will join more because better smack you know. around a little bit. I, I kid. Yeah. But uh Patrick Howe says he misses you. I miss you he too. Does. We uh, all miss Geraldine. Yeah. Where is Jonathan Jackson? Jonathan Jackson! They were probably here earlier, but I had a lot of issues and I started an hour late. Oh. And uh, Incher also has some... Uh, what is Incher? Uh, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say, so I'll just say he has he some... What? Personal, he has some personal issues. Oh. He himself cow. is fine. Um, I'll just say I, his cat's dying, unfortunately. Oh. Aww. God damn so he's That's very sad. broken. Yeah. Cat, he's had a long time. So let's see. Geraldine, do you have any memories of uh, Scott Hall? Oh, my. It was, he was like my dad's favorite. After my, my mom's dad. Favorite too. My, 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 my dad's ultimate favorite was The Undertaker, but he was like beneath The, under, the Undertaker. He was like his favorite. 
it was it he was uh he was a character that a lot of Hispanic people identify with because that that's how thugs are like for Hispanic people. Mm-hmm. The razor. So I kind of like. He was yeah, big in South America. Did they think he was Hispanic? I think to a point, yes. They, they thought, thought he was, he was Hispanic. Hispanic. I thought he was Hispanic at first. Yeah. He kind of looked like Scott Hall, like Sar. I do not look like Scott Hall. I kind of looked like Bad Bunny when he was younger. I no. I think you look more like a Luis Guzman. Ooh. Oh, Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. <laughs> I'll get a picture of him. Uh, it was sad that he passed away, but you know, I think I think all all, all their uh all the wrestler careers are so short because of the bad life they have. Yeah, it was no secret his um he had demons and they were very prevalent. Painkillers and alcohol and Luis Guzman. Hmm. Oh Luis Guzman, see. Yeah. He's on that show. Uh oh yeah. That he was gay. He uh, said nothing like that. Ah, I can't remember what show was it. It was funny. I think he's going to play um, Gomez Adams in the new Adams Family. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in that movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, a lot of movies. Uh, Waiting, I think. I like him. I think he's a funny man. All right. Now it is time. Everyone's been waiting for the Raw Report. Now, real quick, before we get to the Raw Report, I was on social media, this thing that kids talk about, Twitter and and Instagram and Friendster. And I saw all the people talking. They were like, Cody, they were putting out facts. Cody Rhodes, it's debuting tonight on the final segment on Raw. So I was like, God, I don't know. So I went, I was like, well, it was 10.50. I'm like, well, it's only 10 minutes left. So I go start, turn it there. And so I, I talk because I talk in a remote. I'm sure everyone knows this, but I'm, a, I'm an old man. I used to have to hit, but I used to have to go up and press buttons. But now I got to like talk in remote. How did I, Monday Jack? Night Raw. And then it says, we don't know what you're talking about. Money not raw, bitch. And then it comes up and it takes me. And then it starts right at the beginning. I'm like, I don't watch this for fucking three hours. <laughs> and then I just went to USA. By the time I get there, it's 1052. So I'm like eight minutes left. I can handle eight minutes. So I'm watching Kevin Owens. I don't want to spoil the show. But I'm watching the last match. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's fine. It's a fine match. There ain't nothing happens. No one comes out. It just ends up like, ah, line bastards. Everybody thought for sure that because they were in Jacksonville, they were going to have Cody come out. So 
even though I've said Cody is not on this, let's hear the raw report. But first, Song Man, do you have a memory of Scott Hall? Well, I have a comment I'm coming. Oh, we can't hear you, Song Man. Song Man, internet's dying. Jonathan Jackson still can't zoom in. ATM, I believe that is at the moment not ass to mouth like Dirty Lexar is thinking. But still showing support. Shout out to Geraldine and Lexar. He says Lexar looks nothing like Bad Bunny. And R.I.P. Scott Hall. We can't hear a song, man. I'm sorry if I was I was not being rude talking over, but we couldn't hear him. But hopefully we'll get on. We'll get him back on here. Oh, might be able to hear him now. Oh, now he's muted. Am I now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what happened. That's all right. Yeah. You know, like I was saying, like, it was definitely a big moment for me for the fan fest and everything. Wonderful guy. And I know a lot of people had the heat because of the click out and everything, but he was totally a wonderful guy to me and everything. But if I can bring up anything in pro wrestling, of course, it would be the, the outsider era and like the ups and downs. And of course, the big memory probably was the last one in pro wrestling was 2007 when TNA did a thing of Scott Who for Kevin Nash. And then he made that special return to TNA for Scott Hall. But of course, he wasn't on a good time when he came back in WC in TNA, but that was kind of a big last moment in pro wrestling before he had his big problem coming in 11. Yep, very sad. All right, it is time now. <laughs> Once again, we're going to get oh, to the raw report, but just so people get an idea of why uh, Luis Guzman at the casino I thought I was a rock star. Look at that guy. That guy I mean, I'm pretty rocking right there, I think. Those shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty sweet. Yeah. How much money do you win? Uh, I, can't, I came home just a little bit ahead, not very much. But all yeah, three I, of us, me, my mom, and my brother, all came home ahead. Your shoes remind me of Legos. You'd hit, you'd hit that, as the kids say. Oh. <laughs> ah. raw, raw report enough shenanigans <laughs> well um well news news for goosey um hey well um you know who uh they did not start monday night raw this week uh, <laughs> for the first time in what two or three months um Woo! The Alpha Academy did not start. Oh, oh, I was confused. But yeah, that's right. Goosey's a huge fan of the Alpha Academy. Yeah. Big old Otis. And- <laughs> oh, yeah. Justin. Yeah. Justin Cable or whatever. I do like Otis. It's too, it's too bad they had him shave and everything. No, this week was um, dedicated to the Kevin Owens and, and uh, Seth Rollins uh, storylines. Um, because they were all over the show right from the very beginning right to the very end um so ko comes out and uh cuts a promo um, started it with hey yo which was a very nice touch. which yes 
I, I really like that too. He didn't draw too much attention to it. Just came out and said, Hey, Oh, and went right to his promo. Classy. That was good. Uh, yeah. Hey, yo. And so, um, <laughs> and also, Oh, a surefire way to get heel heat in the United States, put over Canadian beer. And that's exactly what yeah. <laughs> Thanks, What does Kevin. Canadian beer taste like? Um, it has more, it has, I think it has more alcohol in it than uh, American beer does. Uh, yeah. Although I'm, I am no longer a beer drinker. Neither uh, am I. Just the Rudy Tootie kind. Actually, yes, same uh, here. Yeah. Maybe in my younger years, I used to I used to drink way too much, but not anymore. So, um, but Kevin Owens put over Canadian beer. Um, said that when he's uh, when he's uh, having his KO show on WrestleMania, he's gonna he's gonna beat up Steve Austin. So um, that was segment. That was just the first segment. Um, and then a, a contrast to last to last week, um, the whole show, we got a whole lot of wrestling on this show. I was Are quite you? impressed. Yes. Wrestling. Wrestling. Um, the new United States champion, Finn Balor, took on Damien Priest. And for some bizarre reason, Austin Theory decided to come out and be a commentator on this, on this match. And wouldn't you know it, you win a belt in WWE, and what happens? What's the first thing that happens when you win a belt? You just start losing every week. Start losing, and that's exactly what happened here. Um, they had a match, and Damian Priest, um, uh, Finn Balor, acting like a total dumb babyface, um, decides to go out and attack uh, um, Austin Theory, and then when he jumps back into the ring. Damian Priest immediately grabs him, hits his finishing move, and pins the the champion one, two, three, right in the middle of the ring. Who who do we all remember as the greatest intercontinental champion of all time? The honky tonk. The honky tonk man. You know what he never did while he was IC champ? Never Ooh. lost. No. He cheated to win. He'd sneak out the victory, but he always won. And all the great IC champs. Macho Man, The Ultimate Warrior, Mr. Perfect, Razor Ramon, Ramon, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. They didn't lose while they were champ. Mm -hmm. Mostly Jal Cow, too. Yeah, no one didn't. It's a modern thing. And you know what? None of these people will be remembered as great intercontinental champions. The ones that will be remembered as great champions, like Roman Reigns, this I think this run will be remembered. He never loses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Brock Lesnar does not get pinned. No. Uh, if when it does, it's a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Seth Rollins is interviewed, um, and he basically just stands there, doesn't say anything. And then... We get uh, probably the, the highlight of the night for Jack. Uh, oh boy, Oma! We get the battle of the giants. Omas versus Commander Aziz. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna go on record. I I think there's more upside to Commander Aziz than Omos. 
Well, he was certainly moving around the ring a lot, a yeah, lot he more looks, than Omos he was. More, he's more athletic. Yeah. He's got he more is. personality. I think he knows what's going on a little better. So I he was the guy's really, slightly bigger, but that's it. Yeah, he was really working hard here, whereas Omos was like this big tree that just kind of <laughs> stood there. <laughs> so I know Lexar is a big fan of Omos, but <laughs> so like last you know like the last match omas didn't do much oh commander aziz was the one running around the ring doing stuff and um so he tried to he tried to i think he tried to do a suplex on omas and omas just picked him up and dropped him he, he suplexed him and then picked up this big giant guy hit the best tree slam he probably could and pinned him one, two, three, just a couple of moves, uh, not too much. And Omos won with the with, with his little um, tree slam move. Um, would you give this match five stars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I would give, I would give uh, Commander Aziz, Commander Aziz credit for, for no, all the work I, yeah, I'm not even be kidding. I do think if you wanted to have a, I do think he there's more upside to him. Like he he ain't great, but at least he at least I think if you protected him, like it, he'd come off better than almost. And afterwards, um, Omas uh, picked up um, uh, Apollo Cruz and um, he choke slammed him, beat him up. Um, next match. Uh, Liv Morgan took on Queen Zelina. Um, Liv Morgan looking hot as usual. Um, Been a nice ass. Yes, I think she had the words "marry me" on her ass. Whoa! I think so. <laughs> well, I was trying very hard to look at Liv, Liv Morgan's ass. I must admit. Um, so they had a match. Um, Carmella came out, and Carmella. Maybe she's just a big fan of that new movie. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but what 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 the what hell? Who Carme- to see Carmella? What the hell was Carmella wearing? Like, did you see this outfit that she had on? She, she had like the underwear. Yes. On top of her. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah. It was certainly. It certainly looked. It certainly looked sexy. I'll give it that. But <laughs> she she. It got a rise out of Alexa if you catch my drift. <laughs> I mean, is dingling, but I, I'm looking at this word wardrobe she's got on, and I'm thinking she better not move around too much. <laughs> <laughs> but she did manage to, as Rhea Ripley was, Rhea Ripley was accompanying Liv Morgan. At one point, she chased Carmella, and Carmella, <laughs> wearing this outfit, starts running. And she jumped right into Corey Graves' lap with, <laughs> without any wardrobe malfunctions. It was quite impressive. Um, anyway, back to the match. Liv Morgan, um, Liv Morgan won that match. Um, and then we had yet another Seth Rollins. Um, so this time Seth Rollins came out to the ring and... Um, he and uh, Kevin Owens had another segment. Here's another <laughs> segment number three, at least. Um, 
So <laughs> Kevin Owens is trying to get you. Uh, Kevin Owens just is saw trying some to, goosey booty. <laughs> Go on. Kevin Owens is trying to cheer up Seth Rollins because he's got Kevin nothing Owens on Liv has. Morgan. Well, they, they won the match and then um, quickly went with a quick cut um, to, to the next um, part. Then there was a break, I think, a commercial break. And so Kevin Owens is trying to cheer up Seth Rollins because Kevin Owens has the KO show with Steve Austin and Seth Rollins doesn't have a match at WrestleMania so far. And so um, he's trying to cheer up Seth Rollins saying, you're the missionary, you know. You can come up with an idea. And then Seth. The missionary. The visionary. Yeah. Oh. See, you're the visionary. You can come up with something. And then Seth, you know, he gets this stupid look on his face and um, he has a plan. And basically, his plan is to have the, the freaking speaking segment on Monday Night Raw, which is his own talk show segment. <laughs> and he wants to have Steve Austin as a guest. But KO says, no. I have him. It's my idea. And so enter Sonia Deville for the only appearance she had in the entire night was just basically to say in the main event of Monday Night Raw, it's going to be Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. And the winner will have a, an interview segment with Steve Austin at WrestleMania. And then that was the last we saw of, 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 of um, Sonia Deville. Oh, no, I guess there was one more segment where, Kat, where um, Kevin Owens was complaining to her. And I think maybe that was it. Um, uh, we have another rematch. Um, the Hurt Business had a rematch with the Mysterios. Oh, and the Mysterios showed up on, on NXT tonight. Um, along with The Miz and uh, um, the champion Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. So all these WWE main roster stars are going down to NXT it's really weird, especially after you know they made it developmental again. Um, so we had another tag team match. Um, the Mysterios hit the double, the double um, six one nine on uh, Cedric Alexander, and um, they actually won this match. Um, that well, that's was, good. Yeah, that was a good one. And um, post match. Um, the the Miz and Logan Paul were there, and they attacked the Mysterios um, after the match. But then um, uh, the the Mysterios made the comeback and chased them off. Now, next we got um, now is is Edge trying to do a blue light special imitation of Alistair Black, like <laughs> um, yep. We had Edge come out in blue light and cut this evil promo, um, <laughs> evil Edge promo um, on AJ Styles. And AJ wasn't on the show tonight, but I guess he's going to be there next week. But Edge cut this cut this really weird, you know, promo. Um, came out with new theme music too, and he came out with new theme music too. Yeah, he did. by the same band. <laughs> So I guess Edge is Edge is going to the dark side. Um, um, well, we'll see how this goes and how long it lasts before he kind of 
change its back. Um, <laughs> but at least until WrestleMania, we're getting Evil Edge. Um, and after, after his promo, then we get another women's match. We get Bianca Belair in a rematch. Okay, this is a rematch of Bianca Belair and Dewdrop, and it pretty much followed the same one that happened before. Um, Dewdrop hitting all the power moves on Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair um, once again picking up Dewdrop and hitting that, hitting having the same finish, um, hitting her um, uh, KOD on on uh, Bianca Belair. Only this time around, though, um, after the match, Becky Lynch shows up. And is it just me, or is Becky Lynch shrinking? Because well, she's, she, she came back. She's been super skinny. Yes. Um, she just seems to be getting smaller and smaller every week. And apparently, on a house show match uh, against Bianca Belair, I guess she injured her... Um, her windpipe or something yeah so she says she's okay but um and but she didn't i will say now uh, before before seth rollins was married to becky lynch i remember he had some issues um with um uh sexting uh fans you know sending a sexual uh thing and i remember one one interaction he talked with the fan that uh, he wanted to stick his uh, his uh, penis. He liked to, you know, in her throat and choke a little bit. So it made me think if he's into that, maybe oh. this is what led to the to the windpipe uh, being damaged uh, on Becky Lynch. That's what's been rumored. <laughs> so uh, use the word know. allegedly there, Jack. Yeah, allegedly. This is all alleged. <laughs> Ah, anyone wants to sue, you know, it, I, it was Alexar told me this. It was online. But so this time around, so in the post-match, Becky Lynch takes a chair, wraps it around um, Bianca's uh, neck, and then she takes Bianca and tosses her into um, the ring post um, and then walks away. So next, um, we get the RK Bro celebration. Um, they're celebrating winning the, winning the Raw Tag Team titles and that they get to go to WrestleMania. And then uh, the Street Profits come out, and I guess I guess the WrestleMania match will be RK Bro versus the Street Profits for the for the Raw Tag Titles. I'm not all that anxious or I'm not, I'm not looking forward to seeing this but um Roll, um Matt Riddle had a match against Montez Ford and um but really the stars of this um were um this is where uh the Alpha Academy came out and they actually beat up all four guys um uh I think it was um What's his name? Otis took out Orton. Um, Gable took out um, I can never Dawkins, and then they went into the ring and they beat up the other two guys. 
And it, when it was all over, when it was all said and done, all the four guys, Street Profits and RK Bro were laid out and it was the Alpha Academy standing tall. So, okay. <laughs> and finally, we get to um, the main event of the evening. Um, as, as you allude to, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Now these two guys, these two guys actually had a very good match. In fact, you could hear the crowd. I'm not sure if this was piped in or was genuine, but they were actually really into this, and they had a very good match. And Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, uh, won the match with his stunner. Pins, pins, uh, Seth Rollins right in the ring, middle of the ring. One, two, three, and he just walks out of the ring. And it's it leaving uh, Seth Rollins with a stunned look on his face. Now, like, like you were saying, I was reading this too, that, oh, um, uh, I, I, Cody Rhodes and, and Seth Rollins are supposedly having this WrestleMania match. But as, as each week goes on, he's not there. So you really can't build uh, a match. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, supposedly. Yeah, this Co- match was like, since he lost, since Seth Rollins lost, he's not he's not going to have a match at WrestleMania. This thing, yeah, which you know is going to lead to something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like we're running almost out of all, almost everything that comes out about WrestleMania doesn't actually happen. Like every, they all said, like Austin was going to return. I know he's going to be on, but it's not. You know, it's not going to be like an actual match. This it's, is not a, it's not a very intriguing WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Like, they do this every time in the last week on WrestleMania week. That's what I don't like when I know they're going to wait for this long. And then because they know, used to be, you, do, you, know you know the match is way in advance, not like a week in advance. <laughs> well, if they only had a one night WrestleMania and they took out some of these matches like Drew, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin and uh, one I've been waiting for. <laughs> Or even the the triple threat women's tag team match, um, you know some of these matches, it would probably be a very good one night WrestleMania card, but because it's two nights and you're separating these things, the first night looks good, the second night, yeah, not all that thrilled about the Sunday night card. Well, isn't that the one with the Brock Reigns match? Oh, that's very. That might be the only match that's that that I'm actually looking forward to. Everything else in that card on night two, yeah. But night one, night one looks pretty good. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Is this one of the Wanderers, or is it? Oh, is it the guy from Sha Na Na? <laughs> or is it the Fawns? <laughs> The 50s greaser Talzo on the line. Hey, yo. <clears throat> hey, yo. Pretty good. How's the Talzo's edge? Say hello to the Greek guy. Hey, well, you're, you're looking, you know, you're looking pretty clean this week. <laughs> I don't have a toothpick. What, what I'm Bling it in your face. Was that the end of the raw report? Oh, yeah, that's the end of the raw report. 
Mr. Mr. Greek, Mr. Thalzo, Anastasio Theodosiadius. What what is your uh, memory? Do I, did, I, did I pronounce that correctly? Uh, what is your uh, what's some of your memories of uh, Scott Hall? Well, uh, it's pretty uh, um, amazing. Is that blood stains in the back. You must just be shadow. <laughs> I don't really. I can't say I have any memories. I mean, I just remember that uh, the guy was uh, uh, the coolest, like kind of one of the coolest wrestlers ever. Definitely, I honestly, think he is. Yeah, potentially yeah, cool. the coolest wrestler of all time. Kind of hated him in a way because uh, I felt at some point he uh, had a lot of uh, uh, power you know, backstage, or at least it seemed that way, probably later on after WCW kind of, you know, went away when you were reading and we were reading all the, uh, the books that came out about it. Uh, but you know, overall, uh, other than his, uh, I mean, he had a lot of problems, right? So yeah, right there, there's the book, man. Um, he just had a lot of problems. That's too bad, uh, that he died a very young man. Uh, he was a really good wrestler. Oh, yeah. uh, sold really well. And he was hilarious as well. Um, and he kind of, uh, found this, uh, uh, his own, um, character and it was between like, again, being cool, but not, but also, but being cooler than cool. I, I can't explain it. Like, um, he was just the guy that you wanted to be, uh, hanging out with. And, uh, he was also very, um, um, what's the word? Uh, he was uh, like, you thought he would kick your ass. He could kick your ass. He definitely looked oh, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was like a tough guy. And when he was younger with the mustache and the hairy chest in uh, AWA, you know, uh, he just uh, was uh, like a man's man, I guess, in a way. Uh, and uh, uh, looked like a formidable opponent in there. Um, and he could wrestle uh, anybody, I would say, generally speaking. Um, yeah, it's just too yeah, bad. Yeah, that's uh, actually a good point, though, because um, I do think sometimes people overlook that a Big guy has to have a certain talent to wrestle. People always think that it's all the smaller guy who's talented when that match works. But I think it also takes a special skill from the bigger guy to be able to work with the smaller guy and make it really work well. I think uh, Bam Bam Bigelow was really good at that. And I think, uh, yeah, Scott Hall, um, you know, his matches with uh, one, two, three kid are great. Really put him over. And, you know, with uh, Michaels and lots of people. Because he's a he's a I I do think he's a bigger guy than a lot of people realize, but he could work with Six, a lot seven. smaller guys and it would and you would still believe that they might beat him or they would beat him. And I think people forget, by the way, like he's one of those guys back in the old school days. He was the one that did a lot of the body slams back in those days, like Fashion Booger, and I believe there was someone else that he could able to do a big giant body slam too, just like Diesel, of course, too. When we do Hedicon, we're going to have the Goosey Slam Challenge. Good luck. Yeah. On the USS Intrepid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and hey, by the way, say hello to the bad guy. I'm coming to in your head because Jackie Jones promised me more money than billionaire Ted. Sweet. Very good. We get the House of Black here, Stellar Steven. Do you have uh, memories of uh, the bad guy? Yeah. First off, ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. I'm going to find you and take it slowly. Yeah. I actually um, 
Hey, yo. I met Scott at a Maryland Championship Wrestling years ago, 2018. It was a fan convention and a brief interaction, but I almost forgot my autograph and he like almost cut a promo on the money guy. He was like, don't yell at the customers. Um, he was going to turn Razor Ramon on him. But um, uh, yeah, some of my favorite uh, Scott Hall memories, um, just him taking that floor bump at Mania versus, I, I didn't like Sting losing the Triple H, but that match was cool to see Scott getting in there even though he wasn't an active wrestler, like him taking that floor bump really impressed me when he was going for the uh, razor's edge. And then seeing these clips of him uh, circulating him in new Japan, like losing to Tanahashi, a young Tanahashi is pretty cool. Him coming out to ready or not ECW new Japan, like just super cool. Um, I love, I love these old raw clips of him messing with uh, Johnny Polo. Uh, young Raven, just a uh, lot of, lot of uh, deep cuts with Scott Hall. Yeah, he's the man. Mike Whitcomb, I don't, I don't approve of this. He's saying that uh, Tazo's shooting up. Taz, Tazo's not doing that kind of behavior on the show. And I'm sorry, I I, I hope I didn't uh, offend Goosey. I, I think Goosey's a good man. I meant Goosey was going to slam all of us. Oh, I I didn't even take it as you were making fun of me. Uh, you're a good man. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Goose. The Goose is loose. It's hard to offend me on anything. Right. Oh, um, well, Scott I see you here. Someone's posted this video. Someone getting their uh, razor Ramon shaved in the back of their head. Oh, pretty amazing. His Twitter game was great too. Like when he was uh, calling out Chelsea Sonnen for stealing his lines and saying Asuka's more talented than Goldberg. Like he's just like cool on Twitter as, as well as uh, performing too. Look at this. Oh, oh wow. That's pretty <laughs> amazing. Man. Man. Oh, I like how they got the toothpick in there. Yeah. I get Taza, you could do that. You think you could do that live on the show? You shaved your head live on the show before. No, I would never shave my head or stick a needle in my veins, vaccine, uh, heroin, or anything. Whoever the fuck said that shit. <laughs> Fucking Man, you're gonna get smallpox and and the mumps and from, from where the bio rabies. I'm not going to Ukraine anytime soon, so I don't expect to have get any. Uh, he didn't. Viral. He didn't get his werewolf vax either. Oh, might get AIDS. Don't turn me back on the wolf pack. Might end up. There is no AIDS vaccine, unfortunately. That's what I say. Hell yeah. All right. Should we get to these questions? What the Greek guy says. Well, let's go around. Who has been, um, Scott, how we talked a little bit about him, but uh, Steven, do you have something in the world of wrestling you wanted to bring up uh, before we get to the questions? Oh, yeah. So just as Big E was going down with an injury, apparently, I guess um, uh, the, the third member of uh, New Day is ready to come back, um, Xavier Woods. Oh, good. So Xavier and Kofi, I guess maybe they're going to be the, the tag team going forward. 
I'm a fan. We got the new day riding uh, unicorn here. This was a gift from Jason Mitten. I do wonder, uh, non-wrestling fans, they see this and wonder what the hell I've got on here. Ah, uh, Mr. Goosey, the goose is loose. What is on your mind in the world of wrestling? Let's talk about the game changer. The professional wrestling earth shaker. Getting her Rachel Stew in the Hall of Fame. Hell yeah, um, Queen Charmel. I I'm I'm asking who goes who to you this year? What is your favorite Charmel moment? <laughs> oh hell, King Booker. Is that it? Who so you go to the Hall of Fame? You've got you know Vader and this guy called Undertaker and you got Queen Charmel. Who main events the show? Who do you put on the, the last induction to close out the Hall of Fame? Is it Undertaker or Queen Charmel? Is it royalty or just you know some MMA zombie? <laughs> Look, I realize at this point in time, it's not really you're gonna put mean mark. Why? There's no point really arguing about the Hall of Fame because there's no criteria. But that being said, <laughs> I've seen people sharing this meme and not not like myself making fun of it. They were serious. They're like, you people talk about Queen Charmel, but she had a whole career before she married Booker T. She managed Paisley. I mean, she managed uh, Kiwi and she wrestled Sonny. It's like, yeah, and none of that is important at all. Now, I'm sorry, I like Kiwi and what that's all well and good, but she's probably like in the people talk about the top 10, the top 20, the top 50, the top 100. She would be like in the top 10,000. And I'm not even being, you know, facetious. It'd be like the top 10,000 memorable people in wrestling. All right, I could see that number 9,572, Queen Charmel. Okay. But when you put someone like uh, Queen Charmel in, you're literally you're just saying literally anyone who's ever been on in wrestling at all on any level deserves to be in it. If that's your opinion, that's fine. That's what the Hall of Fame is. But I mean, come on, Queen Charmel. Uh, she was there backstage when Vince dropped the uh, N word, uh, ironically. So maybe that was why she's getting into the Hall of Fame. Maybe, maybe there should be a Hall of Fame in the hall of fame and then they can start re-inducting so the people the real hall of fame and then wow. just like yeah the the hall of fame hall of shame <laughs> you know and it's got queen charmel and well let's face the fact first of all the women is definitely the biggest problem in every year the most in the men let's just put it that way all the well, look the thing is, up until recently, there was only ever a handful of women in in the in a territory or in a promotion. And I'm not saying that's good. That's just the way it was. So after you run out of, you know, the no, if you have to put a woman every year, eventually you're gonna run out of ones that really make sense. Hey, Paige gets snuffed again. Well, Victoria. I, I would I I would have been yeah, fine, Victoria honestly, too. if they just said the nitro girls go in. Like, do they just, ah, who knows? But if they just put the them in as a group, whatever, that's fine. 
Uh, Missy Hyatt. Yeah, Missy Hyatt. I would, I think, would deserve it. Woman. Mm-hmm. Is her name Lonnie Kai, the one that went with the Wendy Wanker? Is she not in yet? The only Lonnie Kai? Yeah. She's not oh, even. Well, she definitely deserves it. She's not. What in. about Jumping Bomb Angels? Sure. I mean, she. What were they were there for? Like a year. But really, yeah, someone who is determined. Like, if you're talking WWE performers. I'm surprised that Victoria isn't in yet. I mean, you could have Trish and Doctor. Victoria had quite a quite a feud in WWE. Victoria was one of my favorites growing up. Yeah, it's fun. I don't know. Queen Charmel, Lexar. What do you think, Queen Charmel? Is that is is that an all time favorite of yours? No. I nothing against her. I'm sure she's nice. But... Well, they might put Snooki in Where's the Where's Johnny Stamboli? <laughs> <laughs> where's Horseshoe? Yeah, where's Simon Dean? Simon Dean? I would say he's more deserving. I'd put Nova. Put Nova in the Hall of Fame. I would say he's more deserving. He had longer, he had like more longevity, wrestled than you know. I'm not even like the man he goes in, but like Pete Yeah, I'd mark out for this is a true story. No sense show, but uh we were at uh Mohegan Sun and I saw Pete Gas playing like I don't know. He's. I think. Was, I don't know if it was roulette or something. But he was at a table, and I was. I told my brother. I was like, Troy, that's Pete Gas, and he's like, Who? <laughs> and I was like, Pete Gas. Let should should we go over and say hello? And he just goes, Why? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, you gotta say hi to Pete Gas. So we went over and I said hi to Pete Gas. Was, I was. I was. <laughs> I was marking out for Pete Gas. <laughs> I'm a gas man. <laughs> I saw all the greats at Mohi. I saw him, Balls Mahoney. That Balls Mahoney actually was pretty cool. But uh, I hate to say anything bad about people who passed away. But when I saw um, Howard Finkel, I was like, "Oh man, it's the Fink." And I went up, I talked to him, and he just goes, "No autographs." And I was like, "Oh, I wasn't gonna ask for one." <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. Kind of like I don't know. Had big ego, Howard Finkel, but. Arne Anderson was a real asshole when I met him, but he uh, was very nice years later when I met him. And everyone tells me he's a completely different guy outside of WWE that he was miserable the whole time working in WWE, which I can understand. Very nice. When I met him a few years after. I'm Arne Anderson and all that. Yeah. He was playing, uh, Playing slots, drinking the free beverages, you get free. You know, if people don't know this, you, most casinos you get free alcoholic drinks if you so desire. Yep. And uh, I was wearing a, a four horseman jacket, and he paid no attention to me whatsoever. Wouldn't even acknowledge <laughs> that I was like there. Acknowledge me, <laughs> song man. What's on your mind? Well. Uh... When, what I would like, what would you guys actually like to see for a big special match at WrestleMania? Because I think they could do a little tribute show to Scott Hall for Ricochet because he knows the high flyer for doing the tribute for the first Mr. Ladder match for this. If they're going to put the title on the line at WrestleMania for this, 
You think this could be something over the Andre Memorial Battle Royal, even bigger? Yeah, th- I've been wondering why they haven't brought this up. I thought it was a regular thing on the show every year. I honestly think that's, you know, that's a perfect fit for Omos. He wins the Battle Royal. I wouldn't have done the the Aziz uh, Omos match. Just have him, you know, the two last guys in the Battle Royal. That's a cool WrestleMania moment. Yeah. I thought they had that at, at the Royal Rumble. They had Omos basically take out Aziz and the other guy, uh, Shanky. Shanky? That's my boy. Whoa, Shanky. Oh, I forgot. I forgot another another mention of the of, of the Raw. Shanky, Shanky. Yeah. I forgot something. I, for, I got to add something to my Raw report, guys. <laughs> for about six months now, Veer is still coming to Monday Night Raw. Hell yeah! <laughs> Veer, money. Fear is coming. Yeah. So this was I thought it was funny someone posted Tom Brady had retired and come back. If it's not true, Stephen, I guess it's probably gonna be him. He will be coming for Seth Rollins instead of Cody, probably. (laughs) Now that that would really put over night two of WrestleMania for Stephen. (laughs) If it was Veer versus uh Seth yeah, Rollins, have, a true dream that bring out. out. Issue, have a, have out a challenge, team. yeah. Have we? Yet, I, the, uh, I predicted, which I, I we still have time, but maybe it'll be next WrestleMania. I, I believe Shanky versus Veer will, will main event at WrestleMania someday. <laughs> Shanky. <laughs> maybe when they go to three nights. Tazo the Greek, what is in your on your mind in the I world just- of wrestling? I was just thinking about a, a, a match they should have at WrestleMania uh, or at least in Saudi Arabia is to have a bunch of gay dudes on a roof. And then the battle royal is like you throw the gay dude off the roof. Mm. Yeah, that would be good. The roof, Wasn't that the, the money in the bank ladder match? By the way, they um they they had just had the greatest mass uh, execution that, in Saudi yeah. Arabia. They broke the oh. record. It was the biggest mass execution in the history of Saudi Arabia. When you what well, what goes through your mind if like you're deal if you're working with these people and putting on shows and, I mean, and the shows themselves are basically like propaganda saying how great the, the country is and and then like oh yeah they just killed 81 people one day like yeah it's an awesome place yeah I don't so, know about 81 people getting murdered or anything but it sure sounds pretty hypocritical to me I think that's the worst thing it's the hypocrisy yeah it's, <laughs> it's a very uh Rest in peace to the great comedian who had a very similar joke. Uh huh. Yeah. Bill Cosby. Right. I I caught on there, Tazo. The good, you're a good man. Are you are are you are you a member of a gang, like a fifties gang? I'm like a jacket. You look like you know. He's with Jason Baby, did he wear a leather jacket though? Jason Domino. He wore like fuchsia pants and stuff. I left my fuchsia pants upstairs. Tazo, do you get confused <laughs> with do you get uh, confused with Jeff Goldblum at all? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> no, he's the guy uh, Jesus Good. from uh, from the Big Lebowski. Don't fuck with the Jesus. Yeah. Oh shit! He's in Batman. You did a good job in the new Batman. I'm clearly out of my element. John Torturo, actually, I know his dog. I, I hang out with his dog at the dog park for, for real. For real. Are you that serial killer? He used to talk to his dog. 
the no, son of no, Sam? No, I'm not the son of Sam. I'm the son of Toss. Actually, I'm the son of Constantine. But anyway. Uh, riddle me this. Riddle me that. Where is his dog at? His dog is at the dog park uh, like every day, uh, five days a week. It's pretty crazy. John Torturo's dog. I Does he pick up the shit or not? Is no, that no, the no, name uh, of the dog? John Torturo's dog? I, I, right now, I'm blanking on the dog's name. Um, but yeah, it's you guys are tight, though. Eh? No, we're not tight. I don't know him. I really even shouldn't be saying that his dog is at the dog park. Oh. Is he oh, there with the dog? How do you know it's his dog? No, he's with. Is the, that the just dog? rumor on the street? Like, hey, it's check park. out, check out the Chihuahua. That's the John Turturro's dog. It's with his dog walker. Like she, she. How brings... do you know it's it? <laughs> Man, it's Martha, that you know dog. who she is. He her checks dog, her ID. Her dog, his dog walker, is my friend and my weed dealer. You get it? <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> this is all alleged. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Phoebe, Wait, the name of the dog. Do you is... even do you need a weed dealer anymore? Isn't it just legal, or is it or is it still illegal? And no, no. I I went to the store today. The store is about a uh, half a block from my house, literally. So she but just works the there. She's not the dealer. She's just like the, she's the cashier. The <laughs> look, 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 no, she's a, that is she does forget all what she does and forget John Torturo. But I did pick up a, a pack of pink uh, runts today at the store. You just walk. Does that in. ruin the fun? All right. Let's serious question. Does that ruin yeah. the like, is it cooler to be like buying the weed from from, you know, John Torturo's dog walker like under the bushes? Isn't, that, isn't it more cool? It's not cooler. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot easier now, and it's less stressful because you know a lot of pot dealers. But doesn't the danger add to to? No, the, I, I prefer to just go to the pot store, and then there's like a cannabis store, and there's there's all these different uh, uh, types I can choose from. I can I can buy a pre roll if I want for like eight bucks, or I can spend. You like edibles? Yeah, edibles. The whole deal. It's nice. It's simple. Um, you know, it's it's much better than having to go down to, you know, St. John Street and no, stick no, $20 no. in a little hole, you know. It's been over a year since I've done any edibles. I don't eat edibles. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm looking, a I don't like the smoke. Mike Wickham says, say no to drugs, Tazum. But that's uh, not drugs. Mike who? Mike Hunt? Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, Brock Lesnar's former opponent? Oh. Lex sexy Lexar. Sexar. <laughs> What's on your mind? <coughs> well, I got two uh, topics. So one, I secured my tickets for SmackDown for next Friday night. Boom! Hell yeah! Ha! SmackDown. See, this is the old logo. Where is the show? Brooklyn. Barclay Center. I'll be waiting for you outside the Barclay Center, motherfucker. Whoa. Go sleep till that's nice. Go sleep to Barclay. And number two, uh, uh, outside the wrestling world, uh, there's this guy named Tom Brady that's going back to football. Yeah, I never heard of the and, guy. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and there's memes, memes going around that, about Ric Flair saying that he will never retire and he's going back to wrestling. So that reminds me, uh, reminds everybody about Ric Flair going back to uh, wrestling, even though he well, had his last Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tom, Tom Brady is, you know, in his early 40s. He's not like 70. So? 
there's there's a big difference. There's a big difference. Rick Flair was like in his prime when he was when he was Tom Brady's age. <laughs> he seriously, he was like he was like that was like prime years for Rick Flair. It was probably like at his height. It's thirty years ago, man. His last ride. Look, I love Rick Flair. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I he's one of my all time favorites, but. I mean, there's a, there is a big difference. I would think about and it. Like I stand. I actually. Uh, I I I stand by Brady's decision because um, one of the things that I love that um, I love about professional wrestling is the legends that we grew up watching can come back and still do something. That's very fun. And John Elway's not going to walk out into the Super Bowl and throw uh, the winning touchdown. Larry Bird's not going to come out and shoot a three-pointer for the Celtics. Once they're retired, that's it. So, Tom Brady, as long as you can keep doing it, I say do it. At at, at a top level, he was the, the highest-rated quarterback last year. He left the you know the Patriots and won a Super Bowl um, when everyone thought like he was you know out of it. So I say keep doing it because once he once he is gone, he, he can't. He's not going to come back when he's like fifty. So. Why you can do it, do it. Do it up. I like I like to see the old the older guys uh still out there doing. Like Rick Flair, like you said, no Rick Flair Flair 70. If Rick Flair, I would like to see Rick Flair come out and and woo and stuff. I don't I don't want to see Flair come out and wrestle. He's had like heart problems and stuff. It's not like a Dolph Ziggler coming back at 70. It really doesn't matter. You know, it's Ric Flair, the greatest wrestler of all time. For him to, che- to cheapen his 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 leg his legacy or whatever for yeah, yeah. hundred bucks or whatever he's gonna get paid, it probably does not make uh, sense. last thing he did uh recently was uh triple A, I think, Triple Mania when he did the figure. Yeah, but four. he didn't wrestle. I'm yeah, fine was, with him coming cool back moment, for appearances though. or something, but he didn't have like a match. He did like a chop and it didn't look particularly good. But I'm, I'd be fine with that. How much for the chop? How much did he get paid? Well, I think he did it for his, his brother. I'm still waiting for those Rick Flair wigs. Do it up. You need a Rick Flair robe. Red Titus has a good wig. Red Titus. He's addicted to love. He's Red Titus. All right. Are you ready to control your narrative, Stellar Steven? You've been warned. What's what's the deal with, with that um promotion that I don't understand? They're um control your narrative. Yeah, I think so what, they did a show. They did a show, I think, in Orlando, and then no I seats. Think they got they got one in thirty one. Well, they were in a bar, so that makes sense. I've been to bar shows, no seats, but um, they, uh, I think, they got a show on the thirty first, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing if I can uh, get it or find it because Killer Cross versus Vincent actually looked pretty interesting. We'll see. Um, Eric Redbeard is in a tag team match, so I think. I think it'll be interesting. I think people are just very 
preemptively shitting on it before even watching it. Uh, I don't know. I was I've been wanting to like uh, EC3 and stuff, but I, I remember seeing his promo in that last Ring of Honor show, and he just kind of rambled on. He, I don't know he, he's he been a. I've gotten some interaction with him on Instagram. Like uh, he posted a Caesar graphic of him, and I, I was I said a E2 Brute, and he liked my comment and answered one of my other questions. So. I'm slowly trying to get get my way into that uh, that cult. Well, Taza would be all about it. He's a big cult uh, fan. Yeah, we we. Uh, it's like the Illuminati of wrestling, like uh, Taza. How many people showed up to their first uh, thing? Was it like twenty people? I mean, was that uh, what I was getting? I didn't see the numbers yet, but I'm sure it was more than twenty. Yeah, it's like 27, dude. I'm not shitting on them. I just saw something. Yeah, on- I mean, I'll watch a show, see what's happening. I don't have, like, uh, hopes, but I'll still watch it. I don't know. I will say I, this. I I like- I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't like names like uh, Create a Wrestler or Control Your Narrative Wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's, there's nothing, there's like nothing in it. it. There's nothing in it about wrestling. It sound, That's been a problem, too, because it sounds like, like an angle. Or like a faction. I don't know how I you like, make that into a promotion. I like Fight Club, and it's basically Fight Club. So yeah, that's why I, I'm I hate. I personally hate that kind of like a fake Fight Club stuff. To me, is really atrocious. That that was one of the worst things on Raw when I was still watching it. Was the uh, when they when they did the Raw Underground stuff. That was just horrible. Well, I mean, the the thing about Raw Underground, they didn't. They can't do it as good as Josh Brand's Bloodsport. But if they had just done longer fights like a uwf i think i would have enjoyed that i don't think so (laughs) not for me it's not for me but if if you dig it that's cool yeah i think if it's not for somebody what was okay i'm sorry to not have my wrestling cap on uh what was that promotion that was going around in uh, new york uh where it had more of a you know a tournament kind of feel to it uh, it wasn't House of Glory, was it? Yeah, it was Sapolsky, right? Who was running that uh, thing? Evolution, was it, or whatever? Oh, but that was still Evolve, wrestling. Evolve, no, Evolve was in Florida. Evolve. It's Evolve gone, was right? still wrestling. Yeah, it's not around. Did it, it? It sort of had that feel of uh, you know serious side to the. To yeah, the... it was serious, but it was still like wrestling. This is more like I think like there's, there's some game. cinema to it. That's what interests me a little bit. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm really not a fan of cinematic rest, uh, matches. What are we talking? Hand, uh, uh, fucking uh, invisible hand grenades. What the hell are we talking about? C- cinematic it's where it's like, it's recorded and edited with like, it's got like music. Yeah, like, like it looks like, like a movie instead of like a rest. Like uh, WWE has been doing with Undertaker and like WCW kind of did it with Sting and Vader. Well, no, nah, that beach. was more of a vignette. The st- I would say the WCW, uh, they they didn't have any cinematic matches except for maybe like Sting and Vampiro when exactly. they fought out in the graveyard. Ah, fascinating, fascinating. It's like yeah. uh, it's like West Side Story. To me, wrestling. it's like I I I'm I'm not trying to be mean. Honestly, it's like one of the for me, it's like some of the worst stuff I've ever seen. That kind of stuff. <laughs> How many shows have they had? I, I I haven't seen any of their stuff. I mean, cinematic matches in general. Got it. Got it. What about the Matt Hardy? Uh, uh, oh, I hated that. Everybody I hated was raving that, about that. Yeah, I hated that. I hated the the Hardy compounds. I know a lot of people loved it at the time, but it was not it was not my deal. 
It looks like there's a little niche here that you can't uh, you can't stick your fat nose into there, Jackie. It's fine if people like it. I'm, I'm not really sure. It's it's everyone's love. I mean, it, I think they liked the Hardy stuff because it was no one was doing it at the time. It was so weird. But um, there was there was bits of that I liked. But when they actually like when they did that whole impact, the whole show, the whole two hour show was that that was to me like unbearable. It was jumping the shark, the tornado shark. Yeah, it was not good to me. I did like this the one with Sting and Darby Allen. That was pretty fun. But overall, they're not my deal. Mm-hmm. When it comes to niche wrestling, I'm more into uh, promotions like uh, dog legs. You but know, if where- you're gonna try something different, I mean more power to them, I guess, instead of just doing there's there's there is so much televised wrestling out there. Uh, I guess you try to do something, you know, out of the box. I don't know. We'll see. Like prepubescent girls wrestling? Right on the puzzle box. <laughs> Horror wrestling? Horror. I mean, they did that in uh, Mexico, right? When they had uh, Batman versus... Uh, in Japan, Horror. too. Like Leatherface and Freddy Krueger oh. and stuff. That's some good stuff in Japan. Memphis did that. I don't know if it's necessarily good stuff, but it was good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like the you said Freddy Krueger and Jason Mike. Yeah, there was a Freddy really Krueger in particularly good. It, it worked in Japan where they the, the fans like sold the yeah, they the actually pack. get scared of stuff like they run in from the guy with the chainsaw and stuff. That's why early. That's why Tiger Jeet Singh was so much uh, fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, and, and he he completely sucked. But yeah, like it, but, but yeah. Dude. Tiger Tiger well, don't say that Tiger is a... That's fine, but oh, I mean, oh. as a wrestler, he's the total shits. <laughs> but, I mean, he's, he was over. I remember, I remember he, he was over. My sword's going to get bloody real soon. I mean, the guy the guy was terrible. Me just was. <laughs> Better than Jinder Mahal. Well... I don't think he was, honestly. I mean, he's more over, but I don't think he's a better wrestler. Muhammad Hassan. Different country. What about... I like All right. Christian Collateral wants to know, Hulk Hogan says that he will never wrestle again due to past injuries and surgeries. Are you sad? I'm heartbroken. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm sad that the guy's broken down. I don't like to see anyone like in pain and stuff. I'm not some sadistic asshole. I'm not fucking Tazo who's, who's loving it. I was privileged enough to go to Bound for Glory in 2011 and see Hulk Hogan versus Sting for the final time ever. Whew. Bound for Glory. Queen Charmel is going. We already went over this. <laughs> Fucking Queen Charmel. Uh, do you think Ridge Holland should be released from WWE after injuring Big E? And uh, I don't know. I'd have to know more about it. I only saw the clip. Um, and yeah, and Pete Dunn is now Butch. Butch. Oh yeah, it was something else. Oh, so they've God. given him the name. They've given him the name of a bushwhacker. Like I don't know. <laughs> He, the bruiser weight Pete Dunn was just fine. You did not have to change it. 
you know. I think Vince likes the uh, Peaky Blinders. <laughs> but what's the, what is the point of N- if NXT and NXT UK? NXT is televised on like actual television, and NXT UK is on their on their network. Why do you do all this and you you establish these people so then the fans know them when they actually come up to the show and then like it's like just like a totally new guy. He's got a new character. He looks different. And now he's called. And that's not an upgrade. Not that Pete Dunn's the greatest name in the world, but Butch. Butch. My grandfather Butch. had a dog. Named this Butch. is like the big creative name, Butch. And they make him look like a paper boy from the 50s. They're like the they're more like the 20s back when Towser was a young man. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have I actually have a hat just like that to be honest. Um, one because his balls have the hairiest bush. Whoa, Tazo? I don't know. Tazo looked pretty pretty smooth. Was this a manscape ad coming? <laughs> So you think Butch has really hairy balls? <laughs> For Butch. Huh? Ask Goosey. I hope uh, what happened to Goosey. I hope he's all right. Aside from wrestling and film, what other fan conventions would Jack and Incher go to? Um, big chest, uh, a big chest convention. Chest air convention. No chess, the game with rooks and knights, and a, oh, I would go to a board game convention. Actually, I like I like old school board games. Monopoly. Actually, like I a, probably wouldn't take that, but I don't know. Toy a toy convention. I do like uh, action figures. How about the AVN Fan Expo? No, that doesn't interest me. <laughs> Maybe. I know oh, you yeah. perverts. You'd go. You and Tazo. You guys would go to the. As would you know, maybe the NCAA, each other off. Maybe the NCAA uh, Final Four fan convention where you not like I don't watch college sports. I don't give a fuck. How about a comic book uh, convention? Mm, what about college? I don't read comics, but like th- there's other people at the Comic Con though. I went to Comic Con years ago, like before they were like real huge back in the nineties. It was actually a good time. Back in Boston, bought a bootleg Fantastic Four, the old um, original movie back when you couldn't. It's been released since, but at the time it wasn't released. The the Roger Corman one. I actually might be going to the convention this weekend. Some AEW wrestlers are doing. Do it up! I'll be going to Monster Expo in a couple weeks. Few no next month. Where's that? In New Bedford. Not new, is it new? No, Fairhaven, Fairhaven, Massachusetts. Why are there so many Satanists up uh, up north? What's going on there, man? They're, this, it's Satan, the water, man. Satanists don't really worship Satan. I know you're gonna say they're <laughs> they're all they're doing all this bullshit, but they they really are trolls. Like the Church of Satan, it's just a they're just a bunch of trolls. Alistair Crowley. He was a he is the king fucking troll, but he well, he was a troll before troll was a thing. He was um he's he was just a lemma. bunch of all those people are just a bunch of bullshit. And you bought into it. You were you're a mark for Satanism. 
Not at all. I just know that some of no, you're a mark because you believe it. You're like you're like a backwoods hillbilly watching the wrestling. Oh the my god, look work. there! Oh boy, that Russian's hitting him with with the chain, Martha. Oh god, you're Martha just like that. Work. You're watching the Satanists, and you're thinking, oh my god, they're they're gonna sacrifice little Billy to to Beelzebub. He thinks New World Order is not just a faction. It's not. It's not the Jew World Order. What did you say? Hey, don't get us kicked whoa, off. Whoa, whoa! Don't get me canceled. We love Juju B. She's a, a heady original. That's right. That's right. All the candy. Come zoom in, Juju. Shalom. This question is for intro only. What is his thoughts on Jake something leaving Impact? We'll have to ask again next week. I know that's one of Tazo's boys. Jake something. I thought this was a joke last week, Tiger's Tazo. Like they were saying, like they couldn't remember the last name. That's really a wrestler's name today, Jake something. <laughs> His name is Jake something. What? Uh, Jake where... who? That would be a better name, honestly. If they were like Jake who coming to the ring, Billy who? Like Jim Nighthurst. <laughs> Uh, have you ever dreamed about peeing in the woods, but it turns out that you pissed the bed? Sounds like a wet dream. Sounds like you speak from experience, like so. Um, what's Stephen Butler's memories of attending WrestleMania 18? Did he go to Access for the weekend? And who did he meet? What type of memorabilia were on display? And which match had a bigger action, Rock and Hogan or Hunter and Jericho? I think everyone in the world knows the answer to that one. The last oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't wait for, for Hunter and Jericho to end so I could get out of there. No, it was... Um, <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, Rock and Hogan, but um, went to Access. I, I, um, we actually saw we actually saw Vince arriving. Um, it was from a great distance, but we could clearly tell, hey, there's Vince. Um, I could have walked up to Linda. Linda was walking around the, um, uh, the fan access, but I was too scared. Plus, she had guys around her. I'm wondering if that was her security or not, but... No, I didn't actually meet any celebrities at Fan Access. There was a father there with his kid who complained to one of the uh, workers who said, we've been here and my kid hasn't seen a single, we haven't gotten a single autograph. It's like, I went up to where the autographs were for Fan Access there and I thought, I'm not going to stand in line for hours and only get a only get it like five in like five seconds or whatever with a wrestler and i thought um you probably would be better off getting photos i noticed that uh i think it was ddp was um posing for photos that um for um for the fans uh, i wish i could i, I probably regret i could have gotten a photo with ddp but i did get one with um patterson and briscoe um, they posed for photographs and they signed autographs. So that was nice. Um, I would have asked Rick to stretch me. And there was this, they had the really cool thing that I also did buy that you could watch um, some clips and you could add your own commentary to the clips and 
you got your you got a VHS copy of it. And so I watched um, the Royal Rumble where Triple H won the Royal Rumble and um, added my own commentary to it. Oh, that was cool. Memorabilia. There was um, uh, Undertaker's bike. There was his um, uh, purse. And there was Vince's Corvette that Steve Austin put cement in. Uh, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> I really like that. Um, but yeah, access was great. And also um, the big celebrity appearances um, was Trish and uh, Kurt Angle did one. And then I think I mentioned this on the show before. I heard the Rock's music playing and they had this ring uh, set up there. And so I had to climb uh, a bleacher to climb up the back of the bleacher, climb over. And there was the Rock making an appearance and I thought that was cool too so um, but yeah fan access was fantastic Wrestlemania 18 um, we were all pumped um, pump it card, up pump it up yeah the card wasn't all that great but we were all pumped you know we were cheering for anything that was happening they had uh, the Fink come out they had Lawler and Jim Ross got their own entrances and we were cheering them. The thing came out to do the announcing. We were cheering him. And every time uh, the wrestlers came out, I was running over to the edge, running over to the, to the barricades, taking photographs of all the wrestlers that came out, gold dust, um, Kurt Angle, the undertaker, not, not the undertaker, um, uh, Kane, um, uh, triple H, uh, Steve Austin, uh, um, The Rock, um, somebody got in the way, like when Hogan came down, somebody put their sign up and blocked my, I could have gotten a good photo of Hogan coming down, but, um, and then I got, but probably one of my favorite pictures of all was after The Undertaker beat up Ric Flair, Ric Flair slowly walked back up the aisle way and he had blood all over his face. I got a perfect shot of Ric Flair, um, classic Ric Flair. Um, but yeah, I, yeah I, I thought that was great. I mean, WrestleMania 18, as a fan, seeing wrestling live, it was fantastic. Uh, so, I, but unfortunately, it's been now, has it been 20 years? 20 years. Yes, yeah, it's been Man. 20 years since WrestleMania, WrestleMania 18, and they That's haven't crazy. come back to Toronto. So I, I really like to see them come back to Toronto. I'm just so glad, Stephen. You got what people forget every time at WrestleMania. His, this was the only WrestleMania, if you look back, Lita had a match when she was in that dead crowd after Rock and Hogan in that triple threat with Trish and Jazz. Trish came out and she 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 came out. Her trunks were a Canadian flag. <laughs> she had the Canadian flag on her ass. Oh, Damn. Yeah. I bet yeah, I bet you've never been more aroused by the Canadian flag before. Patriotism. <laughs> he was pitching a flag. Alexa, <laughs> uh, better non-wrestling sports related video game ever played. Pitfall for the Atari 2600. That's the game of all games. 
I, I'm really a big fan of uh, Super Metroid. I stopped playing video games at the N64, so anything that came after that, I have no idea. Okay, Boomer. What the hell? You're like 87. Okay, Doomer. You're playing uh, Pong and stuff. like. I like uh, Skyrim. But, uh, the Elden Ring. That bullshit. It's like fantasy RPG role playing, but uh, Elden Ring has been gotten a lot of reviews, gotten a lot of praise lately, so I might have to play more of that. Well, I, the word on the street, the best game coming out, Tazo, and all you fine folks, is yeah. uh, the Ugandan Giant by Rasselman. Now, that's a game. That Look at your game girl. That, that game looks fly for all the cool kids on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Best best wrestling game, Fire Pro Wrestling World. Tons of creative. I've got almost downloads. a thousand views on my latest TikTok video, uh, uh, Tazo. Not bad, not bad, man. You got to get on that Reddit. Is what you got to get on. Reddit. That's like where that's that's where all the weirdos are. I bet you're on there all the time reading all that. No, I'm on uh, conspiracy people eating babies and stuff. Not at all. I'm on 4chan and uh, Stormfront. Oh, you're like on the QAnon <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, on Reddit, everyone's talking about this. All the kids are talking about Elder Ring, and I'm like, just get out of here. Not just you, all you need. You need some Qbert. Yeah, Qbert's good. Dig Dug. He's on Blue and on. I actually last week went to um. What was this place? Flashback with my brother. It's a new, uh, it's a burger place on Main Street. Hang on, but they um they have all old school arcade games and uh, pinball machines, and that, uh, we had a good time. I actually get my uh, my questions answered. This is a really. little fun fact here. People people probably don't know this, but if you go back and listen to old school in your heads. I was uh, a proponent of old school pinball machines, and Intra was not a fan of those. He became a fan of them later on. So, uh, he's a pinball with Yeah, he jumped on the bandwagon. But they actually, it was old school pinball, but they also even had a new one, which I didn't realize that they make new pinball machines, but they make new pinball games. You know, they, like the old ones, but they're cool. They had a, a new Star Wars one, which was fun. You could be all the different characters from the original Star Wars, which they call it Star Wars. They don't call it that new hope bullshit. Because when I, when me and Tazo and Steven were young, it was just Star Wars. It wasn't called New Hope. It was fucking oh. Star Wars. Now they call it Oops. New Hope. Fuck that. It was, um, it was Star of- Wars. There's a bunch of pinball uh, video games. I've seen a Kiss one for like something PlayStation before. All right, where are we? Star Would Wars Jack drink Coke? beer flavored coffee? I mean, I honestly, when I drank uh, alcohol, I was not. I was never really a big beer drinker. I don't like the taste of beer. I like uh, I like hard liquor. I like rum, and honestly, my favorite thing is bourbon. I like bourbon. Of um, <clears throat> I like the hard stuff. I, mean, I was never a big fan of a beer. You drink this one? 
nitro. I mean, I would try. I probably wouldn't like it. I don't like the taste of beer, so I'm not against trying it, but I I like coffee. It tastes like coffee. I'll put that out there. You start flavoring coffee, it tastes like shit, especially when you drink it black. Because you just take the you when you all this stuff is it's just chemicals and it's artificial flavoring. You want plain, good, freshly ground black coffee. Once I started drinking it black, you can you I used to think it was all bullshit. They'd say, Oh, this it's got chocolate hints, uh, and it's got hints of burnt caramel and all this stuff. And I think, oh, what a bunch of shit this is. But once I start drinking black, you can pick all that up. I just want plain coffee. I like a dark roast. Medium roast is good, too. Not a big fan of light roast, but I don't want any flavored bullshit. I'm intrigued in drinking this. So I You're drinking with... piss? No, this one. Oh. Guinness. Why? Guinness. I don't know. Why hey, do you want to drink that? I don't know. Well, then drink it. I don't give a shit. What the do fuck it. do I care? He's a survivalist. Coffee? It's probably just bad. Is it coffee in a can? Is it? Is that coming in a can? That coffee? Yeah, yeah it's, it's cold brew. It so has a piece of plastic in there. When you open the top, it like creates foam or something like that. Cold brew and iced coffee only for me. Sounds complicated. Do you like coffee, Lexar? I had like Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks yeah. is good. But what do you, you probably get it with like a ton of sugar and cream and stuff? No, 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 no it's not that. Um, you drink Guinness? Do you know again? Do, do you like Guinness? Like, not everyone likes Guinness, even if you like you ever beer. drink uh, Bailey's from a shoe? Yeah, Frappuccino. That's like that's like pure sugar and cream. Is that that doesn't even taste like coffee? You're drinking like a milkshake. Women and like women wearing Uggs named Karen drink frappuccinos. Dressed like Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're all going to a, a stormtrooper meeting with their boots on. Is Jack an insomniac? No. I sleep. I sleep when I want to sleep. I can stay up. Not so much now that I, I, I eat well and all. But back in the, well, a few years ago, I could stay up for days. If I wanted to, but I go to sleep when I want to. Uh, Amtrak or Delta Airlines? Uh, I'd much rather fly than take a train. Southwest. A train cost. If you take a train, the Amtrak, it costs you like as much as flying, sometimes more. And it takes way longer. Yes. You can just fly. You can get you can get round trip flights really cheap right now. Or you get like, like stunning views of mountains and. Do you want to sit on the train and it's all bumpy for like three days? Well, the plane's bumpy too. You yeah, just it takes a couple hours. So. Well, I'd rather I'd rather get the hell where I want to go in a couple hours. I'd rather be on the train and play my harmonica in the corner. Oh, there you, you go, a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> Play a Black Sabbath, the Wizard. Tazo uh, hopping on the trains. I've been watching train videos on Reddit. You don't fuck around on the train tracks, man. Dude, 
dude, George Harrison and George, and what's his name, George Carlin, also did that uh, Thomas show. So makes what? it even better to watch. Yeah, what the they fuck did, are you like, talking about? They did. They narrated. I think one of the. I think it was no Ring of Star. It was Ring of Star and George Carlin that actually narrated Thomas. What? <laughs> what? I don't know what they're talking about. Trains. trains. We're talking about trains. They rode a train. No, they I'm narrated sure they Thomas show. They did what? Just you were just you were just uh, eating edible and watched Thomas. Just me. I don't know what any of this means. It means nothing. Nothing means nothing. I'm a nihilist. I, think, I feel like we're just talking about some other, like two different conversations. Well, we're just awesome. on trains, so I brought up a train show. A train show? You're Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> what is happening? Moving on. When Todd's just talking about trains, he's talking about like down at like the at down at like the bathhouse and stuff. You ever just run on the tracks instead of walk on them? <laughs> no, because the the dangerous part about the tracks is you can twist your ankle because it's uneven. I've seen a scene like that. You're only going to get hit by a train if you're inebriated or drugged out or something like that. If you have any that's sense a, to you, like you hear the train literally miles away. That's where all the bondage people hang out at. It is the train track, actually. I mean, not where I live. I mean, I, I'm in like a civilized neighborhood, but like I, I'm not a moron. I wouldn't like go walking down on the subway or something. That's a different type of train. Then you get like all the like the Neanderthals and stuff living underground. Yeah, all these accents are from the other day when I was in Boston, I was walking. I'll be honest, Boston is getting parts of Boston. Used to be I could walk anywhere and felt fine, but there's parts of it is fucking just open drug use and fucking bump. They're stealing they're stealing Amazon people just laying no, not the Amazon merch. These are fucking guys laying drugged out on the fucking sidewalk and stuff. And uh, there was a trying to openly sell you drugs and stuff. And there was uh, a guy the other day I was walking and it was like a business guy in front of me. I was paying too much attention. We were watching him. Actually, it was by the, the Boston Opera House. Pretty nice part of Boston. And this uh, younger, I think he's homeless, started asking the guy something. He's like, what? Excuse me. He's asking him if he wanted a blowjob. And he's like, "What? Excuse me." And then he's like, "You want blowjob?" He's like, "What?" And then the guy, then he just ran off. The did he uh, did he sell you cheeseburgers and a toaster? No. And the guy say, "What uh, the hell is even that?" <laughs> he went, "What the hell is even that?" <laughs> he said it was too big. And then, and then uh, I I I think I saw Tazo because uh, the the um the black Israelites were back, and I think Tazo was there about ready to kiss their feet or stuff. Whoa. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, that guy who's was a five percenter, actually. <laughs> right. Well, if I had to go to jail, if I went to prison, I'd probably join the Nazi, uh, the, the Aryan. They were talking. Whoa. No, they'd accept you. Uh, what are you they'd talking about? You? Well, no, they'd accept you. Look, when you go to prison, you got to join a gang. You have no choice. Yeah, man. but I don't know. If, are you pure blood? I mean, uh, I don't think Greek people are considered white by by. Yeah, I white. don't think they'd accept you. 
Yeah, yeah, they trip. accept me. I'm German and Italian. You're going to make the trip to Atlantis. To where? Venice Beach. But um, <laughs> not that I, I'm going to join that. But the um, they were. T- I, I I do like to stop and listen when they're the one guy's dressed like a medieval knight or something, like a wizard. I don't know what the hell's going on. He had like it was. It was, it was, it, it was almost like. Like a wrestling thing because it was looked like armor, but it was like made out of like padding. It was very bizarre. But the um, and uh, this time they were talking about Russia and they were talking about that how that they were gonna drop the nuclear bombs on the black and brown brothers in America. And I was like, I don't think that's how bombs work, like they would just (laughs) drop on like on certain on the certain like nationalities, and when the white people just walk around and just be like, oh. We're totally fine. The nuclear missile just, you know, blew up, but it it doesn't affect me somehow. I don't know. It's very weird. Uh, What's the best memories of Nikhil questions? I'm a big fan of Nikhil. He's a good man. He stayed up late, too. I felt bad, but I had uh, some technical problems. Uh, Now it is time for Nikhil questions. Nice segue. Huh? Good timing. Hulk Hogan is retired from wrestling. What are your favorite match of his in WWE, TNA, and WCW? Well, I'll be honest. I, as a child, I hated Hulk Hogan. I rooted for Roddy Piper. I love. I thought Hercules Hernandez won the title at a Saturday Night's main event. Uh, I was not a Hogan fan at all. Um, but. When he became Hollywood Hogan, things change. I was a big fan. So, uh, but I guess that being said, I can't say I was really a big fan of his matches as Hollywood Hogan. I just kind of liked the whole, the whole personality and the promos and stuff. He had pretty bad matches. My favorite match, honestly, is probably the Rock uh, Hogan, the Rock Hogan match from WrestleMania 18. Because then the only time I liked the red and yellow Hogan was when he was old because it was just like this weird thing. It was almost like a guy from another era, like was transported in time. And now he's like wrestling modern people. It was very strange, but it was, it was almost impossible to hate him at that point. Yeah. I kind of agree with you there. Um, WrestleMania 18, um, um, WCW Hogan. I just, I, I just hated that that whole thing. Right from the, his very first match, it was like Ric Flair. Uh, he took on Ric Flair, and Rick, you just like Ric Flair just bumped for him. He hardly had any offense. Um, and yeah, that stuff was terrible. Like be, the pre the pre Hollywood uh, Hogan run in WCW, that stuff was terrible. I don't think I liked any of his stuff then. Hey Butler, did you did you like the uh, team of Hogan and Edge? Hogan what? Which one? Hogan Edge, Adam Copeland. Oh, I don't remember. It. I mean, I remember it happening, but it like, I don't really have any much memories of But I remember like that one where it was Hogan. Was it Hogan Macho? It was Hogan and Macho Man versus like everyone versus the Dungeon of Doom. The three, and, the three, face, the three yeah, towers. Those were the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was such a joke. Because, Dude, I love because, the Black Mask Hogan. Sorry, go ahead. Because Hogan, for, I mean, Macho Man forgot to pin Flair and he had to run back into the cage and pin yes. Flair. They had like this really cheap looking frying pan he hit him with and it was just yeah. so bad. 
That was some of the worst stuff. And I, that um, Hogan yeah, versus when uh, Beefcake turned bad and what was he, the Butcher? butcher. butcher. That, was, that was like, I I'm watching that. that thinking, good Lord, this is amazing. Like, I loved, uh, I was more of a WCW NWA fan as a kid. Um, and like, this is the main event. Was like, I was used to like great matches watching, you know, like like uh vader and sting and and before that like flair and funk and stuff and now i'm getting hulk hogan versus butcher like oh my god yeah well, what about that Vince? i don't think nobody remembers quite much because of that foil what was that get what he had in 2000 when he was battling kidman was it like a biker oh well, that was when yeah when vince russo was booking I know, I, I, yeah, I didn't care for that either. When he, what did he have on his jacket? He had something on it. Like, I don't know, but it was, that was not a good run for Hogan for me either. When he was feuding with Billy Kidman, he was like, he was like stone cold Hogan at that time. Yeah, that wasn't particularly good. I did, I did like when under the Undertaker Hogan match wasn't very good when he went back, but I did like when Undertaker, like dragged him around in the on the back yeah. of the motorcycle. Hogan had some fun matches when he came back, though, especially the Rock one. But I think Kurt, he had a fun one with Kurt Angle. He didn't work well with Triple H. Um, I remember when Brock Lesnar killed Hogan when he gave him the bear hug. That was a pretty good moment. Yeah, he gave him power bomb too. Blood on him. Yeah, put the blood on him. Yeah. Well, I guess you forgot Mr. America. Oh, and Mr. Yeah, America. I like that. Never, stuff. never confirmed. Uh, Hogan versus Vince McMahon. I'm not a, not really a big fan of that, but dude, the the visual from that with Vince with with the blood in his face, smiling like the devil, and then Roddy Piper coming in with the pipe. That was some cool stuff. I mean, Hogan versus Andre WrestleMania three was uh was a big match to me as a kid. I know like people look at it now and say it sucked or whatever, but if you're just looking at work rate or whatever, but the it was a great you know moment. That's that match actually has very good psychology. Um, let's see the ladder match for the WWE NXT North American Title at Stand and Deliver will feature Carmelo Hayes defending against four other competitors. The first qualifying match will take place next Tuesday as Cameron Grimes take on Santos Escobar. Who will win? Santos Escobar beat him. The fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Santos Escobar is winning, I guess. I yeah, Francisco Escobar will win. Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> Didn't they take away everything that people liked about Cameron Grimes? Now he's just like a guy who's like Clean shaven and stuff. No, no, he's still, still like this him. dirty dude, didn't he? Still looks kind of dirty. Yeah, that was Pablo Escobar. He got shot in the head, didn't he? Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa steel cage match for the AW Women's Title. Who's winning? That should be that. Uh, Thunder Rosa is winning the belt tomorrow. Thunder Rosa. I, I yeah. want Britt to keep uh, it. Yeah. But uh, it makes sense for the baby face to win when you have the cage and it keeps everyone out. Unless they find a way to sneak some uh, some weapons in or something. I uh, want the, the belt on Jimmy Hader. I, I want to keep the belt on Britt. Uh, the inner circle have finally split your favorite memories and feuds. And uh, I was um, 
I think they probably should have split a little earlier. I think it would have meant more. But um, I really liked the the initial run of uh, the Inner Circle. El Champion, Chris Jericho. That was a great run. Will FTR hire a new manager? I think so. Who will it be? My guess is Arn Anderson. Since uh, Arn's without anybody with now Cody, I think it's a natural fit. FTR, you turn a baby face. Everyone loves Arn. It works. And then Tully comes back with another team and they feud and you can you have a little bit of interaction with Tully and Arn that makes the fans happy. Do it up. As I said last week, though, that 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 whole angle was was real shit. Like it could have been good, but like it was way too rushed. It happened in like three seconds and it didn't really make much sense. And as soon as they said to Tully, you're fired, they just like cut away. It, well, it wasn't good at all. According to Fightful Select, Falaba. This is Impact Wrestling. Yeah. It's yeah. Impact Wrestling. Is no longer with impact. Did you enjoy his run? I thought it was a woman. I don't even fucking know. I've never as this he could just like be a made up name as far as I know. No, he a big oh, I, like on me. I don't know. Yeah. He looks like a Alaba? Alaba, that's right. And it's for, it's spelled <laughs> F-A-L-L-A-H, and their last name is Ba like a goat. B-A-H-A. Like the fucking yeah. bar. Balaba. <laughs> Ma. I don't know. Are you a big fan of Falaba? Anyone? I couldn't name you a match. No, Lexar, do you have a favorite Falaba memory? <laughs> I'm almost a fan of a Falaba as in Jake something. You lie. <laughs> do you agree with this statement aw has done such a tremendous job building its world title and the competition is so strong at the top of the card that becoming a two-time champion will mean something really incredible uh, well i i agree and i do think uh the first two-time champ will be a big deal but um i don't think they've done a great job with uh hangman page as champ uh yeah same here it's been underwhelming and I the match, the a lot of good match, like his mats were uh, the uh, Archer match was awesome, and I thought the Colt right. match, but but you but um, to me, even though I love the matches, but the uh, the more important part is the build, and yeah, so if I you had know. a better build to those, I don't know. There's I don't know. I don't. Maybe he's just not cut out to be champ. Yeah, I was just gonna say he's better as a challenger for a title and not wearing the belt, mm-hmm. much like. I take it off of him, like, and I like, think it will be a big deal. Like, if I don't know if Jericho would, I know he's gotten in really good shape, so maybe, but I, I would, I would see more likely Kenny Omega becoming the first two-time champion. I do think that would be a big deal. Uh, Kenny returns and eventually wins the title. Uh, favorite memories of Generation Me: Max and Jeremy Buck. This is Impact Wrestling. They were um, young kids, skinny. Um, I think they were with they were with uh, Victoria for a while as well. Oh shit! Yeah, she was their milf, as the kids say. (laughs) (laughs) Milker, I'd like to friend, fondle. I don't. 
whatever you're into. Does Nikhil uh, sit around watching tapes of uh, uh, fucking old TNA Impact shows? <laughs> yeah, his, his favorite man. I have, I have a VHS tape right here, Tazo. I like to rewatch the Clockwork Orange House of Fun match every day. See, okay, the the Roddy Piper thing there, you know, that's a best of kind of a deal. I'm always into a best of a wrestler. I couldn't couldn't go back to watch, you know, TNA Impact episode 933. (laughs) I'll be honest, I'm with you, Tazo. I've never, I've never quite understood the idea of. If you never seen it before, I could get it. But I, I know I remember when people were all up in arms that like WWE superstars and like Sunday Night Heat weren't on the on the network. And I'm like, who the hell wants to go watch this? Like, maybe if you watch a couple of things, it'd be kind of fun. But I mean, for one thing, what did it? What did it? How it would take you like three years or something to just sit down and watch all this? Like. And that's with like no breaks. Like I don't want to watch every watch the all, Raven stuff. All the old Saturday nights. I mean, Saturday nights main events would be fun, but all like the Saturday morning shows. Like you'll be surprised. You'll be Velocity. Velocity had some good stuff. I'm not like, watching that bullshit. I watch it when it was on, and that's it. I don't need to rewatch it. It's nice to have a catalog. Of, I mean, you can end up with all these DVDs and tapes where you can go back and look at someone's first appearance. Exactly, uh, exactly. If you know, like, oh, this was fun. This, you know, this was Edge's, I don't know, whoever, whoever it is. But do I want to sit and watch every, like, tw- uh, like 10 years of velocity? Like, no. Yeah, no. I want to watch Regal and Benoit over and over. I went back and I watched Razor Ramon's uh, debut match. Yeah, see, now something like that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. And the, the guy on color commentary with Vince McMahon was Mr. Perfect. So that was kind of nice, too. Yeah. Well, I hope Nikhil does does something with this deep dive into obscure wrestling that he watches. <laughs> Hopefully he will get a job with, with AEW yeah. since he's Indian, like Tony Khan, I believe, is also uh, or oh. some sort of Middle East. And what, Tiki, what the hell did I say wrong this time? Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe uh, Nikhil can get a job since he's like so into this, unless he's going to waste the next, you know, 20 years of his life watching old. Do uh, it up. You gotta lo- if you love it. X, tell that boy to get a job. I will say I did. I did get Kevin Kleinrock after when, uh, after Tony Khan bought, um, Pakistani, but no, he didn't buy Pakistan after, after Tony Khan, bought uh, but uh, ring of honor, Kevin Kleinrock, he put out was like, Hey, Tony, if you're looking for more content, I have all like 10 episodes of Wrestling Society. <laughs> all, that, all 10 hours of footage. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. Uh, yeah, thoughts on get, this? Uh, we get Jimmy Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts on this quote, Chavo Guerrero. In WWE, they micromanage you at times. And in AEW, they didn't do enough, I felt. I felt they really need to help a lot of the young guys just put things in the right spots. These guys are such talented wrestlers and such talented athletes, but sometimes it's a spot fest. Yeah, I don't know. It's really, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that's more for someone who's like actually a wrestler to know. 
the first SmackDown to take place in the WWE Performance Center because of the pandemic happened on this day two years ago. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. I haven't watched WWE in three years. I don't know. This happened Never two forget. years ago. I wasn't watching it. Never what again. Was, it, was this when they had like the, the the like the TV the computer screen fans? I think that wasn't right away. Um, this was just later. no no one. But it was just like, a, no one. Like, like, exactly, the fan, they were the performing in front of nobody, and it was in the performance center. To me, that's just awful. Like, rest wrestling needs an audience for interaction. Watching wrestlers perform in front in front of no one, I think it. I felt bad for the wrestlers because I would I would think you'd feel dumb like you're in there and you're like ro- rolling around with the dude in his underwear and you just kind of look at like no one and you're just like what the fuck am I doing <laughs> well I, I thought know. it was entertaining for Bailey for example shutting up Michael Cole doing yeah. <laughs> that was the only entertaining thing about it. she took advantage of no no fans in the in there because you could hear them talk and you can especially Bailey <laughs> Mm-hmm. She could shit talk Michael Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Triple H nice, was a nice thick ass. Triple H was on commentary too. So she has an ass. Yeah. Uh, William Hurt sadly passed away. Favorite movie movies of his. Yeah, that's too bad. Great actor. Um, Audied. Hmm, my favorite William Hurt. I don't know. I'd have to think. I don't, I'm not sure. A fan, my favorite William Hurt movie, but a very good actor. Anyone have a favorite William Hurt movie? Whoa. So it was a mouse running by here. I'm in my basement, by the way. All right. <laughs> Thoughts on. What? William Hurt fans here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you have a favorite? What's I mean, the one? What's I that don't. weird sci-fi horror one? That one's pretty cool. Something state or was he on? Was he on a movie in a movie network or something like that? No broadcast was news. Was he? In, oh, no. uh, it was broadcast news. Oh, broadcast news. Yeah, my favorite altered was states. Altered states. That's probably my favorite William Hurt movie. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Maybe it doesn't hold up. I don't know. Yeah, that's I'm a, not that's like these guys sitting thing. around watching all these velocities and, and <laughs> Sunday night heat and WWE shotgun hey. Saturday night. I like to watch new stuff I've not seen. That's where Regal and Raven had their best stuff. Maybe so. Velocity. I saw it when it happened. That's it. I lived it. It's gone. It's in the past. Now I like to watch something new. You're not watching Ice Ribbon. Or uh, stuff like Chikara. Yeah. No, I'm not watching this shit. Old Chikaras. Like, yeah, I want to watch that old Chikara where uh, Eddie Kingston first wrestled as... Uh, Might be fun. Wrestled ah! like that basketball dude and stuff. Thoughts on he wrestled like the fire ant. I remember I was at a convention once and somebody... Uh, no, I don't want to be mean, but they were like... Uh, they asked me like, oh, because I was doing interviews. So I was interviewing the people at the at the thing. You know, like, do you want to interview? You know, they had they had someone at their booth. I was like, yeah, sure. And it was 
and like, oh yeah, I've got green ant. And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to be a dick. I made like an excuse to not because like I don't fucking know this guy, the green ant. <laughs> Maybe he went on to be. Is it, did the green ant be? Was he really like Cesaro or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts on Mandy Rose and a 41-year-old Dolph Ziggler being the top champions on WWE developmental. Um, I know I I think I've been saying this for years with NXT. The problem is it can't be both developmental and the cool alternative show. They established it, which I thought was kind of genius, as the, the they really made it their own alternative brand. So it was like the cool indie show with all at that time, all the top indie guys were there. Um, you know, you had Gargano, they just signed everyone. And so I thought that was really smart, but when they did that, it really just became its own brand. And it was guys that weren't learning to wrestle. These guys had wrestled for like 10 years on the indie. There, there was, they just basically made their own brand. Now they're going back to make it developmental, which in a way I understand because it's like, well, we have this as a show with um, all these people that um, the hardcore fans like, but we're not going to ever push most of these people on the main show. We want it, this to be something that actually develops the, the, the our top guys on the main brands of the future. I personally think they should just have they should have two separate things. They should have the NXT that they established as a third brand with all the cool indie guys and just keep them there. And then an actual developmental, which shouldn't be televised. Because I don't think it does any favors to anybody to show people training to wrestle. Because you see them and you think, well, these guys suck, but it's not their fault. If you've had like two matches, you're not going to be any good. And if you're training to wrestle, you should, shouldn't really be on TV. You should wrestle, you know, especially when you're just a, a trainee. And then, and then eventually wrestle in front of a crowd. Then, you, then, rest, then they can maybe move them to the NXT brand and then eventually to the main show. But um, I don't think you can have it two separate things. So I don't think it's – if you had established it as it was, as the cool third brand, you could move Dolph Ziggler over there it gives him something to do when he's stale. It kind of reestablishes him. And then he works with a bunch of a cool different wrestlers. So that works. Or you could even send him to developmental and he works with people who need, you know, it to help season them. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't think now it's you're televising actual developmental. I don't think that's, and no, I, no one watches it. It's not like cool. It was, it was legit. Like a, a cool show that people really like. People used to really look forward to the takeover pay-per-views. That was probably like the highlight of WWE for a while. Has Jack seen the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix and thoughts? Yes, I have. And um, I'm in the minority. I actually liked it. Um, a lot of people completely hate it, but I thought it was a fun, just a slasher movie. A lot of killing. I don't expect like a, a slasher movie to be like Citizen Kane or something. Leatherface canceled. I see. It was funny too because people hated the, that scene before it even happened because they think because Leatherface kills like woke people that that the movie's woke, which is very strange. It was 
almost anti-woke. To me, the really the underlying uh, political statement, if there is any of the movie, is that it doesn't matter if you're uh, if you're woke, if you're liberal, because they they were they had the liberal people, then they also had like the people of Texas, which were uh, more like like you know an ordinary guy or, or more the right wing people, and he just killed everybody. So it was kind of like the point of the movie i thought was it doesn't matter you can do all this bickering about stuff it doesn't matter because you're all gonna die anyway <laughs> uh has yes yeah, I, I liked it uh the new street profits versus raw tag champions rk bro is now official for wrestlemania 38 is this a match you want to see nope oh. <laughs> no I don't watch a show. So have they done anything with the street profits? I hate RK bro. I really hate uh, the bro guy. <laughs> I can't stand riddle. Well, like I said, this week they just came out and, um, and then I guess announced. I guess there was a subtle thing last week, but this week it was kind of like they announced it. Yeah. It's official this week. Um, but it's just something for them to do. Because um, it's it's just no, I'm not looking forward to this. And they should really just combine the tag teams as well. Um, they the, the women the women tag teams they they wrestle on all the shows, and the men should do the same thing. They shouldn't have separate tag team titles. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. Um. Mike Wilcomb says Falaba is a Yokozuna ripoff. If so, WWE should sign him and, and uh, use him on the Saudi shows because the Prince is a big Yokozuna fan. That's why they had the fake Yokozuna in that. Couldn't afford to keep well, I don't know. Is he in, in good shape anymore to keep wrestling Akibono? I saw Akibono live. Bronze. It was pretty fun. It was the first time they did the hypnotize spot. Um, where am I? AW's announced. I saw him versus Brody Lee, which was fun. Uh, AW's announced that the Jericho Appreciation Society, which consists of Demo God, I don't think he's using that name anymore, but uh, Jake Hagar, Daniel Garcia, and 2.0 will hold the commencement ceremony tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day Slam edition of Dynamite. Thoughts? What does this mean? I don't know. It'd probably be fun. I like the group. I think Jake Hagar kind of blows, but I guess if he's just there as the big bodyguard dude, whatever. Um, do you agree with the comment by Eric Bischoff? You could take WWE's existing roster, bring it over to AW, and nothing is going to happen. It's story. The no, I don't think so. I mean, the the show's only been around three years. And it already has a pretty good following. Um, thoughts on can plus you can't just bring everyone over to the show and then I don't know the statement doesn't even make much sense to me. Thoughts on Candice LeRae's WWE NXT contract is reportedly still scheduled to expire this spring. Okay, I don't know who is she. Okay. I don't know. Is she hot? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 
she's really good too. I mean, she's wrestled in PWG. She like took thumbtacks to her face, like in a young bucks. Well, that does prove you're good if you can That's take right. thumbtacks to the face. <laughs> yeah, she's done a lot. Of she's a regular man, man pondo. She's uh no, she's really good though. Yes, but did she get put through a, a glass table? Mm-hmm. No, she can she take a light tube? Did she fight Nick Gage? <laughs> but I, I I I don't know her, so I can't like say anything good or bad. I don't know. But uh I'd be interested. I will say this. I'm a big AEW fan, but they do need uh they do need help in the women's division. They have they have like a core group of people, but they also have some people that aren't particularly good. So um they don't necessarily need like like a lot of help in the male roster. They're probably overflowing as is, but if she's good, bring her in. Let's see her in the uh, AW. Nah. Would you like to see the Hardy Boys win the tag belts? Yeah. I think this is good for uh, AW and good for uh, Mad Hardy, especially. But um, Matt's pretty broken down. He's been terrible in AW for the last two years, in my opinion. Broke. And uh, this gives him something fun to do something the fans actually will enjoy um their fans are going to look over a lot from matt just because they want to see the the hardy boys and uh you have a lot of dream matches the hardy boys in aw young bucks uh i don't know pretty much every team there ftr so yeah yeah i'd be that would I, i yeah i would say uh tag run would be fun um they're one oh. of the best tag teams of all time. So, yeah. So what are your guys' opinions of Jeff Hardy dancing on his way to the ring before he saves his brother? from? I, getting, thought, I think up. it's very funny, but I also do think like you could, you could say this about like many run run-ins in wrestling, which it's kind of something you got to look over in wrestling or, but uh, it is funny though. So is that music? public domain because they were using it must that. be i can, i saw that he bought a bunch of like old 90s wwe music which i assume must because i know like the goldberg theme was public domain i don't know if the, it must be or, or maybe whoever owns it so they, wwe must not own it anyway but that's fun that they could use the old uh, theme i say bring in michael hayes They'd be with the Hardy Boys. <laughs> uh, does the Hangman need to distance himself from the Dark Order? Yes. The Dark Order sucks. I was a fan of them at different points, but um, they became a comedy thing when when Brody passed away. I get all that. It was fun for a little bit, but it's just me angered around like nothing it never goes anywhere. They're just a bunch of idiots and, and hangman hanging out with them. Doesn't, it doesn't do anything for anybody. It just sucks. I'd say, yeah, just end the, the either, either someone knows what the darker, which I think is where it's going. Cause it looks like they're going to turn heels and maybe they'll be more dark again. Um, and you need someone, I guess, to, to lead them or just disband the, the group. Uh, Joey Janela revealed he will not be re-signing with AEW. Favorite memories and matches of him in AEW. I actually liked uh, liked him. I actually liked his uh, team with um, Sonny Kiss. 
But um, this match with Moxley is good. Yeah, I think he's always pretty good. And he has he had a following out, you know, before uh, AEW. I like him. But I mean, does he really? Is he gonna be like a huge blow if he leaves? No, but I like him. Um, have you ever literally kicked someone on the butt? Yes. That's an interesting question. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think I have. I don't know. I'm not a violent man. Like an orange Cassidy kick, or hmm. I've never been in a in a in a physical fight because you know people fear me. My brother has always said that I have a charm to me, and that's why uh, a lot of times I don't get punched for for being kind of a dick at times and being annoying to people. I don't know. Maybe there's truth to that. I don't know. Good challenge. But if it ever came down, I mean, I would just, you know, whip ass. I rather oil check and kick. What, like, actually, like, stick your foot up someone's bum? Yeah, out. give them the under thumb. Good night, Lexar. Good night, sweet child. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think I'll tap out too because it's good night, Stevie. Good night, all. Good night, old man. Yes, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Not wild and young like Jackie Jones. I just turned 46, Tazo. Getting old, catching up to you. That's pretty old. Ric Flair over here. (laughs) That's fucking old. Al Wolf, I meant to ask this months ago, but Robert England claimed he pitched an Abbott and Costello-esque movie called The Fat Boys Meet Freddy. As a huge Fat Boys fan and someone who pretends to like horror movies, is interested. Sad this movie never. Came. I am not actually a Fat Boys fan. Chubby Checker and the Fat Boys. Let's do the twist. I bought a um, Fat Boys. Uh, uh, I think two of them are dead. I think only one's alive, isn't? Aren't they the original? I have no idea, but I do remember having some money once uh, when I was young, and I was like, "Hey, with my best friend, let's go get a uh, let's go get some music." <laughs> big, the new fat boys album yeah, we went, yeah man we went to the record store this this uh, must sound alien to anyone like under the age of 30 anyway so we go to the record store and i buy a cassette tape and it's the fat boys uh you know new album or whatever it was it was awful it was awful is it all you can eat for a dollar 85 or i like the fat boys i'm not saying it was it was like yeah, it just it wasn't good. I'm not saying. Oh, the Fat Boys themselves had a couple of hits. Well, they had a movie too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, what is it? The Disorderlies. The Disorderlies. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, I like the Fat. I like Run DMC. There's there is oh, no boy. comparison between Run DMC. That's very true. Yikes! Fair enough. Dinner, you ate it. There is none left. It was salty with butter and it was deaf. You proceeded to eat it because you were in the mood. Too bad you didn't read it was a can of dog food. You be illin'. That's some run DMC for you. I'm the king of rock. There is none higher. Sucker MCs call me salt. 
Is Danhausen proof that ultra fans of wrestling have no taste? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think a lot of people like him. Who I wouldn't really consider ultra fans. He is. He does seem to. I'll say this. He's not for me. But I stand by if anyone is over with 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 an audience and has like a following, try it. Try it. What the hell? I don't know if he's working at the moment, but uh, Mike Bessler. I do think it's a mistake to put him with the same group as Orange Cassidy because you have two very similar comedic guys, and I think it come they kind of kind of like cancel each other out. Uh-huh. If you have what? Sorry, Luke. If you had to, Mike Bessler, if you had to choose between eating a boiled leather boot or having Corey Graves as the only person you could talk to for the rest of your life, what kind of seasoning would you want on your boot? I think um, some smoked paprika. Stellar Steven, is it true that Mike Bessler wears a bandana that others think he wrote Infinite Jest? It's a David Foster Wallace reference. Only Mike does it. Mike- Favorite Scott, oh, we did this one. This is a good question. But uh, Lexar, the actor played. Ivan Drago said that he sent Sylvester Stallone to the hospital while filming Rocky Four. He said that there was no special effects and was told to punch for real and hard. That's ah, probably a bunch of bullshit. Who was moreover as a character, Razor Ramon or Scott Hall? That's from Songman. That's an interesting question. I would, hmm. I'd have to say Scott Hall, the NWO run. <laughs> Same. It's hard to beat that. That's good. Yeah. I really like the start of like that whole the the wars, you know. That really was a start. You know, then you you know Austin brings it to another level, but that was really a start of all that. It's a good promo, Scott Hall, too. Yeah. That's actually what started the hey yo when he was Scott Hall. Oh yeah. Yep. And well, I saw way more NWO shirts than Razor Ramon shirts. Yeah. Geraldine, I will be returning tonight. Uh, she said, uh, but she did message me earlier. She, uh, her internet crapped out. Songman, does in your head miss the live showering hairy nudity of Tazo the Greek? <laughs> He's right here. I would not call him hairy, though. It's not particularly hairy, man. Gary was showing us a lot earlier. I'm a much hairier man than Tazo. I'd be kind of like the, the bear to Tazo's cub. <laughs> <laughs> Who's asking about the hair again? My hair, my song hair. Man. Song man. Man, song man, what's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> You're better than ever today. <laughs> I think Tazo's went in the war versus demons tonight. He's well-groomed. He looks like he knows what's going on. Yeah, no more of that uh, that craziness from last time. I was going to ask a uh, uh, song man what uh, what's going on with uh, Io and uh, uh, crap uh, the two sisters from uh, from Japan. 
Oh, you uh, mean EO? EO, yeah, man. So, all right. Oh, so, yeah. I, let me let, wait, wait. Let me uh, let me preface this by saying uh, how I called that those chicks were going to be huge stars, just like I said. Uh, uh, I the remember. Bella Twins were going to be huge stars, just like I said. Canada was going to be a huge star. It was right again. Uh, and if they're not using those two chicks and riding them, whoa, every day, <laughs> <laughs> excellent wrestlers. I don't know why Asuka is not like I don't hear about her at all. But anyway, I was I was going to ask uh, what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know if she's even on anymore. Is she Asuka? I don't think well, she's she, been, she, been on. She she yeah. was recent. She was recently cleared to wrestle, but they don't have any plans for her. Of course. Make some plans, man. Make some plans, man. Do it up. Great. You've, you've got you've got some real sh- total shit matches at WrestleMania with like. Uh, People that suck, you, you could put in, uh, you could put her you in. You and Oscar are better than most of the roster, men or women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. And what? I think it's at three or was it six months? I think because it's already been a year. And remember what happened last year after WrestleMania? Is she going to be one of them to go to let go? Just like Samoa Joe and many others after WrestleMania came to an end. Forestdale Custodians, was there ever a cooler badass than Scott Hall? I never saw him, if there was. I agree with that. I think he's the coolest wrestler that's been around. If Intra saw a young lady about to get Lexard by Lexard, would he push her out of the way and take the Lexard for her? Well, I believe he would. He's a good man. He's a he's not a scoundrel. He's an upstanding uh, citizen. So, yeah, I think he would. And Tazo, all kidding aside, you're a good man. I like. I'm glad you're you're on the show here. I've always been a, f- a fan of yours. I consider you a friend of mine. Oh, indubitably, thank you. You're welcome. A friend of mine too. I wanted to ask you though. I have my own questions here, but I'll stop. Right. Yeah, no, send them out. Let's hear them. Well, uh, my first one was, and the most important one was that now that uh, World War Three is on the horizon. But uh, what could say? And, and here we're all you know, starving and gas prices are so high. I, I had an idea for solving the uh, the gas issue would be, what if they build a pipeline from the, uh, Black, the, the Black Sea up to West Virginia and enters one inch biceps asshole? Whoa. Can I say asshole? Can I say that thing gas? Like an oil chick. I think that would solve the, the United yeah, it could States. Be. Yes. It could be. He's oh. eating the, yeah, he's eating the hillbilly hot dogs and the beans. Because he yes. always says chili without beans is his hot dog sauce. So he sleeps on that on that uh, throne there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last week he was a, a 48 hour poop fest. So why not? I you know, all this uh I see this all the time up in Boston, all these ads where you can sell your stool now. And I, I was thinking about doing this myself. Like it says, you get money for like your your shit. They don't call it shit; they call it your stool because it's all, you know, classy because it's like at Harvard. But what the hell do they do with this stuff? They say I'm not even joking. They say like they they like transplant it. They like take healthy poop and they put it in like people. Like somehow this helps people. Like you put like good poop and you're in, up in someone's colon. I don't understand it. But if I, I can if- make some cash out of my poop, why not? Sell animals. 
Start selling my poop. But I wonder, like, what do you do? Do you have to, like, do you do that to, go, like, bring it in a lunchbox? Or do you have to, like, drop a deuce, like, you know, like, do they have to watch you, make sure it's, like, really coming out of you? You can go pick it up off the street. I don't know all the details. I'm going to look into this. I'm going to make some cash off of my poop. <gasps> Plus, I help people. Thinking for a good cause. It's like giving blood. We any more questions, Dawson? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, have you watched? Uh, I've got a couple of shows I was going to ask you if you watched. Uh, one of them uh, was The Boys. I think it's on. Uh, <clears throat> oh, that's. A, I've not seen it, but I've heard really good things. It's a. It's a comic book. Yeah, show, but it's like, oh. have you watched Invincible? No, this is another uh, comic book show, but it's an animated yeah. show. Very good. Uh, okay, you haven't watched any of that because you watched. Uh, so what's your, your what's your favorite Hush. movie? What's that? What's that, Stephen? Taxi Huh? What's your favorite movie, Taz? My favorite movie of all time. Taxi so driver. It can be, it can I'm be just multiple. gonna say, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm I'm guessing it's Taxi Driver. Ah, uh, I would say forty uh, bucks per donation of poop. Go on, sir. I have no idea. Uh, I was gonna say Caligula, maybe. Really? Uh, when I interviewed um, Malcolm McDowell. Because I'm a pretty badass guy, Tazo. I was hanging I out with Malcolm McDowell, did a video interview with the man. I and I told him, true story, I watched Caligula with my, with my mom. Oh, my God. That's actually, she's a big fan of the movie. And he just looked at me and he said, no wonder you're so fucked up. <laughs> That's your favorite movie, Caligula? I do like Caligula, but I won't say it's the oh. best movie. I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie, but I can't say I have a favorite. Movie. I yeah, really, I would. I would just assume it's Taxi Driver. I kind of see you like living your life as Travis Bickle. I wish. I wish I had the balls of Travis Bickle to like, you know, dude. Take care King, of of Com- King of Comedy is an underrated Scorsese movie. It's good. Yeah, King Comedy's good, but I don't think it's nearly as good as Taxi Driver. I kind of almost think it's overrated in a way because I think like people talk about it now is they put it up with Taxi Driver. I don't think it's as good. It's good though. I like it. I'm not that sophisticated. I've probably seen a lot of movies, although not recently, but I'm not a very sophisticated guy to say what good fellows. What's a comedy. Yeah, good fellows is an awesome movie, of course. Godfather one and two. Fuck part three. I really like all uh, that shit. I like Seven Seal and recently I was watching Throne of Blood by Kira Kurosawa. That was intro last week, the throne of blood. <laughs> That's what I was trying to mention earlier. Thundar the Barbarian. That's probably my That's a cartoon, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, Saturday morning cartoon. The shining. Die Hard. Just the nineties, you know, just growing up really? with the nineties. When, when movies got I good. Think I would say seventies much better for cinema. Roots. 
that's not a that's movie. made for TV, but that's a good, good miniseries. Well, maybe Terminator 2 for the 90s, maybe. I personally think Terminator is better, but Terminator, Terminator 2, 2 yeah, yeah, true. What is the stool donation process? The process for donating stool may vary depending on the program or donations. Um, generally, once you are admitted to the program after extensive screening, you will go to a donation location that rhymes uh, where you will poop into a container. The stool in the container will be tested and if appropriate to use, will be processed, frozen and saved or it will be sent off to you using an M FMT procedure. Man, so you know froze. what? Oh. Actually, like sure you don't think that's like a fudge cycle or something. The Johnny Depp like, 1995 movie, Dead Man from 1995. It's an acid western. I know a movie, but ah, that's your favorite movie. Well, no, no I just it, it, I'm just trying to pick any art house movie that comes to my head. I would say th uh, Three O'Clock High was probably one of my favorite movies back in the day. And uh, uh, one of those um, Madonna movies uh, was actually pretty good. Or no, not a Madonna movie. It was um, a movie that took place in the village. I just forget the name uh, of it. Says you can make 13 grand a year by selling your poop on a regular basis. You look into this. It has to be good poop. Making some what you're doing, yeah. I think it's... It's like people have blown out their their intestines because they drink too much. You know, you're, so you're basically you're giving to your shit to uh, the doctor to shove into a. Yeah, wow. they, they got to be in excellent health, it says. And they must have regular bowel movements that meet specific criteria. Live in a live a healthy lifestyle, which I do now, uh, with little risk of obtaining diseases. I've recently taken a bunch of poops that smelled like my dad's old poops, you know, that were like from a poop of us 80 year old dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're probably the age of what you remember your dad being. Uh, I mean, I'm not like the scenes with uh, Crispin Glover and uh, in Tonsil's poop. Oh. No, There Will Be Blood was a good movie. That's a good movie. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Let's see here. Uh, in Your Head Newswire. Queen Charmel to be inducted into the In Your Head Hall of Fame. I think it's time to give the fans what they want, whether they know it, whether they know that they want it or not. That's a Jackie Jones quote, which I misquoted, even though it's me. Jackie Jones appears on the Maury show. Lie detector confirms that he doesn't eat at Taco Bell, but paternity tests reveal he has fathered 11 children. It's a good look. At, oh, by the way, that picture there, I am wearing a newsboy hat, just like Butch. Yes, you look like Butch there. Read all yeah. about it. Pretty hot looking dude, I think. What would they name you, uh, Jackie Jones, if you went to WWE? Would they give you a name like Butch? Steve. Steve. Jack. <laughs> Coming to the ring. Steve. <laughs> it would probably be like Carmine uh, Palpatine or something. Like they give these really terrible names in NXT. Mason. Uh, Al Woob and OIB get matching tattoos. Look, they made up Inchman. He, 
Elwood got the Inchman tattooed, and Inchray got the Alberto tattooed. Maybe that's for Alberto Del Rio, though. I wonder if it's really for Alwood. Why they made up, buried the hatchet. Alberto Diarrhea. Whoa. Uh, that would be a good uh, whoa, garbage a- pail kid. All right. Anything what are you, a big Georgia? Steven, uh, a big Georgia O'Keefe fan with the skull. Georgia O'Keefe. Where is that tentacle coming from? Your vagina? What is going on there? I don't think the listeners can what see. What did George O'Keefe paint? Like still life? It's actually it's actually uh, gifted art from a friend because uh, I'm a House of Black member, so I think uh, she House wanted to make me House of Black. What is House of make... Life? I get it. It's not in the picture, but House, of, House Black. of Black. It's a it's a uh, it's a faction in AEW. Ah, I see. Alistair Black. You can't you can't see it ah, in the picture. Malachi you can't Black. see it in the picture, but the hooves there's hooves like on the feet. Your feet. It looks like you are you are challenging, <laughs> you're telling your female devil self. Oh, here I'll see. So, do you drink a baby blood? Uh, preferably not, baby. I prefer 18 and above. Yeah, but that's not where the good adrenochrome is. No, not your old. Uh, not going to have eternal youth. I prefer rat blood, actually. Uh, rat innards are pretty good for a salad. You ble- do you bleed the rats yourself? Um, no, I usually just let them bite me first, and then, then I attack. You're making blood packs with rats? Yeah, like Mankind did with that with Jim Cornette's rat. Is this wrestling related stuff? I'm missing I'm missing something. No, you're just you're asking me about blood and rats, and then Mankind actually did have a rat in his vignette, so I turned it back into wrestling. What happened to that rat? Is that rat getting into the Hall of Fame at any time? He should be. His balls are you know, are huge, bigger than mine. You get a, a wrestler with rats to have, like, with walking around with some pet rats. Yeah, like Chris, like Crispin Glover Willard style. That'd be a pretty good gimmick, I, w- I would say. Yeah, I'm ready to play it. I'm gonna lose the weight. There you go. You'll be on NXT soon. No, seriously, get some, get some, uh, get some, get some rats. Get some rats. Some champagne colored you rats. Like female, you, you mean like female groupies? No, I think he means uh, like actual vermin. Oh, I think that's a good good gimmick. Get some guy, call him Vermin or, or Norman the Vermin or yeah, something. That sounds like a good '90s WF name. I'd say bring the '90s back, man. Bring them back, baby. You think of that, Tom? Mm-hmm. Bring back that, that '90s All Japan, baby. Who's that, Baphomet on your shirt? It is. Yeah, I know. I know what's going on up, up there in the north northeastern woods. Walpurgis will be my entrance music. 
Yes, you should bring a a, a doll, a woven doll of twigs. Hey, actually, I half woman. I actually know a wrestler with a doll. Uh, his name is Maestro from WCW. Kind of doll. He's a Papa Stro. Uh, uh, it's kind of creepy. It's got like uh, some black on it, and it's like got black hair and it's got a blue dress. I think. Her name's Dorothy. Very nice, Baphomet. There you go, man. As above, so below. Is that correct, Jack? Is that oh, how yeah. it goes? Before Actually, you, before you walk a, into the the, uh, the pentagram or whatever the hell you guys do dude, over there. Yeah. That's funny you mentioned that. I actually uh, went to my dojo and put tape on my feet with as above, so below acronyms on it just to get my mind in the in the mood to uh, politely kill. Who do you think would win in a fight, uh, Songman? Jackie Jones or Steven? Stellar Steven. Well, I mean, I would take it easy on Jack. I'd probably just oil check him first and <laughs> wait for him to tap out. This is without the taped feet. Oh, without the taped feet, it might be more of a challenge, but I still think I'd win. Who is this, Nick Gage's little brother? Who is this? That's, that's me. Oh, sorry. Back when we had to wear masks. During that fake uh, uh, pandemic. Yes, I remember. But I found a... Um, I got no heat for not true story. When I was in uh, Salem once, I found a... Um, a skull. We, what did we find out what it was? A lamb skull. No, no, it was a goat skull. We didn't know what it was at the time, but I found out it was a goat skull. I actually have a goat skull mask that I wore on this on this show. Yeah, but this is one I actually just found out in the woods. I wasn't trying to be creepy. That makes me, that makes me even better. I found a goat skull and found a... And it was along with a baby doll, a doll baby. Did you keep it? I kept the skull, yeah. I gave it to Annabelle. Damn. When I used to hang around Prospect Park here in Brooklyn, right back in the day, in the 80s when I was young... And Prospect Park is pretty big here in Brooklyn. You would find, and there's like different neighborhoods and different ethnicities. Occasionally you would find somewhere deep in the, in the park, uh, like two or three dead chickens with their heads cut off. And obviously it was like some sort of Santeria uh, deal going on. As above, so below is actually hermeticism. And uh, I wouldn't say it's satanic, but I'm sure occultists use that. Just a bunch of nerds thinking they're they're being Same. being dark. Yeah, it's all D, it's all D and D. It's all LARPing. The thing is, this it's uh, I believe that some uh, people don't realize that it's not real. You know, but that the, the the bottom line is you first of all you have to admit or or say that you don't believe in anything any of this metaphysical stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they don't. They, they don't believe in... Uh, I'm not going to get them started. But anyway... Come on, man. You've heard of Admiral Michael Aquino? Michael Aquino, man, he's like an admiral or a general in the United States military. Dude, if you actually listen to these people, that they, don't even, they don't believe it, that the, the devil temple, even exists. He's created the Temple of Set or the Cult of Set or whatever. The greatest, the greatest trick the devil ever pulls making people 
Just a bunch of marks. They're a bunch of trolls, which is fine. But uh, Bryce saw uh, Paul in the chat. Hey yo, shout out to Scott Hall. As we started the show, we'll end at, we'll end it here with uh, tribute to Scott Hall, one of my favorite. Um, very sad he passed away, but he'll be remembered. Um, I, you know, as long as there's wrestling fans, they'll remember Scott Hall. And we could really, I don't, as they said, a few people said, I don't think there's ever a cooler uh, wrestler. Uh, you know, I think Thazo's basically saying that, and the custodian here was saying that, and Job's was saying that. Yes. And I agree. Um, that is probably kind of guy we could need in wrestling right now, kind of like the cool guy. We have a lot of uh, kind of fun comedy guys. I'm not against that, but I don't know if there is any like actually cool wrestler. Anyway, uh, rest in peace, Scott Hall. And we'll be back next week here. Incher will return on the show. And yes, Patrick, how you do exist. He's asking if he exists. And uh, he does exist. Uh, Geraldine's internet died, so she had to uh, cut out, but she'll be back hopefully next week. And uh, until then, this is Jackie Jones. Tazo's getting out of there because the family's coming home. Who owns this house that he uh, that he invaded? For being cool. Hey yo. Say goodbye to the Greek guy. Bye. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Andre was big, yeah, 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 it was not small, no, 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 Andre could drink, and he could fight, drink, 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 and a fight, 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 Andre was big, yeah, 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 it was not small, no, 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 Andre could drink, and he could fight, drink, 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 and a fight, 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 Andre the Giant Andre was big Yeah, yeah, yeah It was not small No, no, no Andre was great He was not bad A great big heart And a great big man Andre was big Yeah, yeah, yeah It was not small No, no, no Andre could drink And he could fight Drink, drink, drink And fight, fight, fight Andre the Giant From Grenoble, France